This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, February 3rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, authorities say a father who was shot to death with his kids in the car last fall uh, was targeted by a wanted gunman. According to investigators, 42-year-old Raymond Lightly was shot multiple times through the windshield of his minivan on the 900 block of South 4th Street last November. Lightly's 13 and 16-year-old daughters were inside of the car, and another was standing close by when gunman when the gunman unleashed over a dozen shots police said lightly was hit in the chest torso and head during the barrage of bullets none of the teen daughters were injured officers from the philadelphia police department brought lightly to jefferson university hospital where he died investigators later found at least 14 spent shell casings many of which uh, were mere inches away from the van months after the deadly shooting philadelphia police deputy commissioner ben nash named 39 year old newsher scott as a suspect wanted on the murder and weapons charges nash told fox 29 that police believe Scott mistakenly targeted lightly in a retaliation shooting. So sad. There is a dense fog advisory for this morning that's coming along with all of the rain. Forecasters say the Delaware Valley will not be seeing snow from the massive winter storm stretching from Texas uh, to the northeast. Temperatures will actually warm up in our area today and tomorrow, like Preston said, but Saturday the temperatures will drop in the 20s and 30s. Uh, The milder temperatures today and tomorrow mean that we'll be dealing with rain instead of snow uh, Thursday into Friday morning. But as temperatures fall, that is when we'll see a transition over to a wintry mix. Meanwhile, a major winter storm with heavy snow and disruptive ice will impact more than 100 million people across a nearly 3,000-mile span stretching from Texas to the plains to the uh, to the Midwest to Northeast through Friday. Snow and ice associated with that storm are forecasted to impact parts of western Pennsylvania by Friday. Pittsburgh is under a winter storm watch as a result. But in our area, PennDOT crews will be brining the roads ahead of what's expected to be icy driving conditions. They'll wait until the freezing rain starts to salt and sand the roads. While Philadelphia health officials remain optimistic that the city will eventually eventually lift its indoor mask mandate as the wave of COVID-19 cases recedes, they're not ready yet to pull back the restrictions. Health Commissioner Cheryl Bedigal said COVID-19 cases have dropped by 50% since last week, but Philadelphia is still seeing more than 500 new infections each day. Major U.S. cities hit hard by the pandemic, like San Francisco, have stretched to ease some of the hardest restrictions. Health experts blame the winter surge on the Omicron variant, which was found to be less lethal but highly transmittable. Bedigal, who was officially named health commissioner in November following the departure of Dr. Thomas Farley, believes that some things could return to pre-pandemic normal if current trends continue. According to the Philadelphia Department of Health, over 900 and th- uh, 980,000 residents are fully vaccinated and nearly 30% of Philadelphia adults have gotten a booster shot. Pfizer on Tuesday asked U.S. regulators for emergency authorization for a two-dose regimen of the COVID-19 vaccine for children six months to five years old, aiming to clear the way for the shots as soon as late February. In sports this morning. The Sixers lost to the Washington Wizards 106 to 103 last night in South Philly. What the f- is this? Spencer Dinwiddie scored the go-ahead bucket with 90 seconds left in the game and had his first career triple double to the to lead the Wizards to the win. He had 14 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Uh, Kyle Kuzma 
scored 24 points and the Wizards ended a six-game losing streak. The Sixers are on the road tomorrow night with the game in Dallas against the Mavericks. Tip-off is at 10 o'clock. Before the game, the NBA announced that Joel Embiid has been named the NBA Player of the Month for the hey. month of January. Yeah. He was also a Player of the Month in December. Embiid led the team to a record of 12-3 and in January and averaged 34 points, 10.8 rebounds, and 5.1 assists in 15 games. He had a 15.14 rebound game in 27 minutes against the Magic, scored at least 31 points in five straight games, and closed out the month with 36 points, 12 rebounds, and six assists in a win over the Kings. On the heels of the Boston Bruins retiring his number in a ceremony last month, Willie O'Ree is moving on to the next honor, the U.S. Congressional Gold Medal. The House passed a bill to bestow the honor on O'Ree, the first black player in the National Hockey League, in a 426-0 vote. <laughs> the Senate approved the choice earlier, and President Joe Biden signed the bill this week. O'Ree, who is now 86 years old and living in California, played his first NHL game in 1958 against the Montreal Canadiens and was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2018. At a ceremony last month, his jersey number, 22, became the only the 12th number to be retired by the Bruins in history. And that's what I have for you this morning. Love that story. Isn't that yeah. cool? Very much. Gabby. That is awesome. Yeah. But, uh, don't the Olympics start today? Well, I think opening ceremony is Friday. Okay. I don't uh, know what starts today. They, they are, Something already, starts today. They I have saw already started competing. So okay. they've already started, like, uh, uh, curling, I think, is one of the things uh, that they're doing. Um, okay. Yeah, like, kind so, of the pre... Yeah, when they do, like, yeah. the, those sports... Um, so a couple of them are, are started, on, yeah. and then they're having the official kickoff. Yeah, the opening ceremony yeah. is Friday. So I wonder why they do that. Well, you know, opening know. ceremonies means... Start now. Ceremonies. The, game be- yeah. the games begin, you yeah. know? It's not let the games begun. Yeah. yeah. Let the games begin. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's kind of, yeah, I mean, they're halfway across the world right now. It's so. like when they, you run into the stadium and you go, Preston's already lit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What the? Come on, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we'll figure it out later on. Uh, I need a little of my lifeblood this morning. I am in severe need of some coffee. Thank you very much, Casey, for bringing my, my Duncan over here. All set to go. I'm dragging ass. I don't know. Oh why. my God! Dude. Thank you for saying that because this is one of those days where, where I was. That's why I got up in the office. I, I have to stand or else I'll, I'll be start falling asleep. Sleeping on the floor. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, yeah. I went to bed last night at 8 p.m. Um, I talked to Doctor Mike last night. I think I'm having like uh, some lingering. COVID yeah. stuff that's yeah, like the long COVID? stuck ar- yeah that's like stuck around he said he's he's seeing it because I called him like could the pneumonia come back because the cough isn't going away how's your taste it's still uh... um you know what it's no it, it is coming back nice. I would say I'm like at about maybe like 85 percent back well, good for you so yeah. could we give you a a a pepper really high on the Scoville scale, and you. And I still no. I think I think now I would taste it. Man, All right. Even that when you guys um, gave me the garlic powder, right. I tasted nothing. I remember. It's I think amazing. I, I think I tasted it twice because I was like, I have no idea what this is. Mm. Um, but it's stuck around. Like you know, if you eat garlic, how it kind of like the smell. Yeah. Even though I sure. couldn't smell or taste it, I knew that there was like something sticking around on my on my taste buds <laughs> or like in my okay. mouth. It was wow. weird. Your perspective on taste for you, Kath. All right. Well, anyhow, welcome to Thursday. Morning. Uh, we do have a guest on the program. That's going to be uh, Bill Bellamy, who's going to be at uh, Punchline Philly tonight, uh, Friday and Saturday. Bill's great. We've had him on uh, a few times, so we'll check in with him. Uh, is, it's around 9 o'clock now? 
What did I say? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's 8.30. Oh, God, it's 8.30. Damn. Oh, hey, hey for a guy who's time. dragging ass, you just caught a, a major uh, mistake there, buddy. Well, you know, I'm um, still sharp as a tack there, hombre. <laughs> yeah, um, All right, mijo. <laughs> Thanks, cuz. All right, okay. well, we have that and more to get to today, so make sure you stick around because we are going to have a good time. We'll come back in a second and a stupid question and the David stories and that whole thing. Oh. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question prize again. Today, $150 Fogo Show gift card. The question I have for you, a group of hippopotamuses is called what? Would it be hippopotami? Yeah. I think it would be. I don't know. Yeah. Hippopotami. What is that called? What do you call a group of them? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. We'll go through some birthdays today being uh, Thursday, February 3rd. Uh, Actress Blythe Danner. Has her birthday today. Gwyneth Paltrow's mommy. Great actress. Yep. Uh, other than the more recent stuff, Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers and all that, what, what does she go back One to? One of the best performances I've ever seen from anybody is her in the movie The Great Santini. Uh-huh. She plays Robert Duvall's wife. Okay. And she's tremendous. Uh, she is 79 years you, old today. Don't she was impressed? You remember the sequel to Westworld, Future World? Yeah. She was in that as well. God, I haven't seen yeah. that in ages. That was like an early cable favorite. Yes. When that was on. Uh, she was a looker, man. She's a yeah. very uh, attractive woman. Actor Warwick Davis. Huh. He is a he's a little person, and you know him from tons of movies. He was Willow. Leprechaun. And he was Leprechaun in Harry Potter. He played uh, Professor Flitwick. And uh, Griphork. Uh, oh, he played a couple different characters? Yeah, he was the, one of the uh, goblins in the bank. Ah, uh, yeah. really? Yeah, he played two characters. Uh, was he an Ewok? He didn't play Wicket, did he? I yeah. think he did. He did, okay. yeah. yes, he, he did. Okay. yes. Uh, so he turns 52 years old today. And there's going to be a series of Willow that's coming out uh, this year. That's next. right, yeah. Nice. Maybe do it the right way. And he's also playing Magic Johnson, is he not? No, wow. I don't yeah. think so. What a range yeah. <laughs> on that guy. Uh, Morgan Fairchild has her birthday today. Yep, definitely uh, in the 80s. I had a thing for her. Uh, she is celebrating her 72nd birthday day. She was in Dallas, I guess? Uh, it Dallas? says that. It says I don't there. remember. Uh, no, I think she was on Flamingo Road. Yeah, I think yeah. that's incorrect. Flamingo yeah. Road was the evening soap that she was on. show that she was on. Right. Her, I and don't remember. And who was... Who was um, who was the male? I'm trying to remember who the, the I, male lead you know was on that show. You know what I keep thinking of, Steve, was the what? show Hotel. And I know she Hotel. wasn't on that. Yeah, that was with uh, Connie, Connie Selica. Selica. Yeah. Right, right. But right. You know what I know she's definitely in? What? Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, she is. True. At the end, uh, she plays um, Dottie. 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 Yep, you're correct. The, the actress playing Dottie. We have another uh, person who played a character named Dottie. Actress now, Steve, you know who this gal is. Bridget Reagan. Yes. She played uh, Dottie in Agent Carter, and she is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I think, especially the way they um, they, they have her in that uh, 40s 
makeup and and uh, and that dress in that show. She was on the show The Last Ship as well, and no. she's, she's so she's a pretty badass action actress. Yeah, she's in John Wick as yeah. well. She plays yes. uh, I think bartender. a bartender at the, uh, oh, at the okay. Continental. Yep. Yeah, she's fantastic. She is forty years old today. Uh, the great Nathan Lane ah. is a year older. Super talented. He is. This is him and the producers. Yes. Birdcage, he's phenomenal in. You know, he's really great on Modern Family. He plays a character called Pepper, yeah. who is just a, a, a wedding planner, uh, and uh, there's really not much he can't do. He turns uh, 66 today. Uh, Isla Fisher, she's got a new show. She does. Uh, that's out with um, oh, yeah. uh, the dude from Frozen, uh, the voice of uh, Josh, Josh Gad. Yeah, uh, and it looks interesting. I'm not sure what it's about, but um, there's kind of this weird relationship between those two and that. Uh, but Wedding Crashers, and uh, she's uh, now you see Marin, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Baron Cohen, that's right, she's in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she is forty six today. Fran Tarkenton, Hall of Fame NFL quarterback, uh, uh, co host of That's Incredible, right? That's, that's right. Yep. That's incredible. And Real yeah. People were the competing reality right. shows of the time. And you know, um, Jackie Bam Bam is a huge fan of Fran Tarkenton. I think it's that's incredible. No, he might be. Oh, okay, uh, as is my mom. My mom uh, loved. And your dad played with Fran Tarkenton. He did. He played That's football right. against Fran Tarkenton. That is correct. Uh, he is 82 today, Fran Tarkenton. Uh, Maura Tierney hmm. uh, from shows like ER and uh, movies like The Affair. Liar, liar. Officiated my friend Rick's wedding. Uh, really? Yeah. This is all, now, again, we this have all these great connections. <laughs> we need to start accessing these people. Uh, she is 57 today. Dave Davies, lead guitarist of the Kinks. Ray Davies' brother. They hate each other. They, really? they do. With a passion. They've been warring forever. Yep. But what a great band, man. I, I love I, the Kinks. I, I get into to Kinks mode every oh, once yeah. in a great while, and I'm like, why do I not spend more time listening to this band? And you know what's great? When they had that sort of second wave in the 80s. I agree. Uh, really great stuff. And a song called Do It Again. Yeah. It was really good. And obviously, uh, Come Dancing was a huge hit for the Kings. Uh, Dave Davies is 75 years old today. So have you? Oh, is this Come Dancing? Yeah. This is one of those songs you just can't help but. I love it. But enjoy, sing along to. It's a great tune. So happy birthday, Mr. Dave Davies. All right, we'll see if someone knows the answer to the question. What is a group of hippopotamuses called? 215-263-WMMR. And we'll go to Rich to see if he knows the answer. Hey, Rich. Good morning. Is it a bloat? It's a bloat. bloat. You got it, man. Hang on, Rich. Set you up with a $150 Fogata Show gift card, and you can try new favorites like their fire roasted pecanna or richly marbled ribeye as part of the full Trasco experience. And pair them with Fogo's extensive collection of South American wines. Make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. We'll start with this. Uh, authorities announced yesterday that four men who allegedly sold actor Michael K. Williams. The fentanyl-laced heroin on which he fatally overdosed have been arrested. The court papers obtained by the Hollywood Reporter show photographs, including one in which defendant Irvin Cardenega can be seen ex- uh, 
executing a hand-to-hand transaction with the actor on September 5th. It's rare that they ever get the people who are the providers, the sellers. Yeah. But they did because of this picture. And uh, New York City's medical examiner earlier ruled that the 54-year-old star of The Wire died of acute drug intoxication on September 6th. So they got these guys. Pamela Anderson is reportedly struggling with the release of the Hulu series Pam and Tommy. A source told People that there's a sense that the series, which centers on the release of a stolen sex tape featuring Anderson and Tommy Lee, is re-exploiting Pamela. Uh, The insider added, after the tape was made public, it was a very traumatizing situation, and it's unfair that she's being re-subjected to this trauma uh, like reopening a wound, I can see that side of things. I mean, that's it's bringing up a bad memory. It, it, it yeah. had really been put in the past. I mean, everybody knew that it happened. Right, right. It was a huge, huge, huge deal. Uh, but the, it, many, many years have passed. And it was kind of gone. But here you go. So right I've, back. Seen, I've seen I, a couple. I want to see it. Though. Oh, it, it debuted last night. I, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it over the weekend. Um, a number of the reviews that I've read said um they really try to accommodate her and her perception and how she was yeah it, it, everything was kind of done with the wink oh you know when it really impacted her like she was terrified of this right. yeah. getting out so did um i mean does she get any money from this to her and, and I, or- I don't know i don't know what the they you know yeah, they they're always it's like with the kim kardashian video there was a like a like a, a side deal made, like you know, lawsuits involved. Uh, and it's it, just weird that it you seems so long ago. Well, yeah, I but can't remember. You mean from this, from this, this from show this that's show. coming out? Oh, yeah. that that I don't know. Uh, I don't okay. think she has anything to do no, with it. No, she doesn't. In fact, uh, earlier this month, Lily James, who's playing Pamela, revealed uh, in a cover story that uh, she had reached out to Anderson ahead of the shooting series in hopes of having her involved in the project, and she didn't get a response back from I'd be, her. I'm, it's surprising that they can use their names and likenesses and without permission yeah. from either one of them, though, because they're new. Because it was. A news it might deal. be yeah. yeah it might be public domain of sorts because it was a you know a story that was mm. out and, Ooh, I, I wonder where, I where tommy lee is on this and, yeah. and uh, if he was involved at all again the the thing is as much a study of the early days of viral video uh you know as it is this particular you know the sex tape and everything so yeah, yeah. Uh, um i'm looking forward to it yeah i want to check it out Leah Remini is opening up to people about how leaving Scientology affected her family. The King of Queens star tells the magazine in this week's issue out on Friday uh, that her 17-year-old daughter, Sophia, quote, wouldn't be the strong-minded kid she is now, who hopefully is going to make some positive changes in the world. Uh, The teen is headed off to college in the fall, most likely on the East Coast, and the actress says that seeing her daughter thrive made leaving the controversial religious group worth it. Uh, She said, my friend Sherry, who also left the church... And has a son in college now. Recently texted me saying, "Aren't we so jealous of our kids? We wish that we uh, that we wish we had what we've given them." She was raised in yes. the um, in the Scientology. Yeah, her parents did not have an option. We're deep in it, and uh, yeah, she she had no choice but to go through that system. And if if you've never watched that uh, series of hers, it's something else, man. Yeah, I eventually saw enough of it. I watched the first two seasons, and right. I'm like, okay. Got it. And the stories kept coming, and they were compelling, but but they're very, very similar. So as just a viewer, I got kind of tired of the same thing over and over, but we were all in on those first two seasons. Yeah, yeah. intense what happens. Uh, Channing Tatum revealed to Variety yesterday that he advised his girlfriend, Zoe Kravitz, against acting in her directorial debut. Uh, she directs the upcoming thriller Pussy Island. Yes, we talked about this. Which stars Tatum, who also produces the Magic Mike star, who describes Kravitz as a perfectionist in the best possible way, 
told her that if she were to star in Pussy Island, she would uh, need double the day. So he talked her out of it. And there was another story I saw concerning uh, Channing Tatum. And uh, he was really looking forward to playing Gambit from the X-Men Yes, yeah, Uh, forever. Uh, He had uh, been cast as the card-slinging X-Men member in a standalone film set at 20th Century Fox in 2014. But the project landed in development hell, and after Disney purchased of uh, P- Disney's purchase of Fox properties essentially squashed the X flicks as we know them, it never came to fruition. So Tatum opens up about why uh, the film failed to see the light of day and his past hopes to make a Deadpool-esque romantic comedy superhero movie in a new interview with Variety. He said the thesis was the only thing harder than saving the world is making a relationship work. Uh, he said of the planned R-rated project, uh, Gambit, a mutant who can turn essentially anything into explosives by manipulating kinetic energy, first appeared in a live-action adaptation in X-Men Origins Wolverine with actor Taylor Kitsch playing him, but that film has been deemed one of the oh. worst of the franchise. Yeah, so, all right, I, um, I enjoyed that movie, but I having not, I don't know anything about any of these characters, and I didn't know Gambit. I didn't know that that's what, it, you know, in that movie, yeah. they didn't indicate to me that that was his power. I just started They show like, a little bit of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't do enough of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gambit is an awesome character. He's probably my second favorite after Wolverine in the X-Men universe. And it would be such a cool character to see them develop. Well, as they're going through the, the uh, well, maybe they'll make the foray back into X-Men be nice. territory right now. Obviously, they're... Focusing on other aspects of the Marvel Universe. But, yeah, I always thought he was a cool character. Uh, Tatum had long been linked to the role after Wolverine and says that he originally wanted to share co-directing duties for Gambit with his producing partner, Reed Carolyn. Uh, but the studio wanted anybody but us, essentially, because we had never directed anything, he said. Carolyn tells Variety they were so close to actually shooting the project that they even cast the film and then Disney acquired 20th Century Fox properties and plans fell apart. Tatum felt traumatized after Gambit was dropped from the slate. He said, I shut off my Marvel machine. I haven't been able to see any of the movies. I love <laughs> I that see character. that, yeah. He said, I love that character. It was just too sad. It was like losing a friend because I was so ready to play him. So awesome. S- Sideshow Collectibles has a figure, you know, like the Batman stuff and all that other stuff that I have uh, of Gambit, Preston. That is awesome. You should you should check it out because if you're a big fan, yeah, this might be your 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 statue for your room. Is it him throwing the it's cards? Throwing, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Hey, uh, Chris Hardwick and Lydia Hurst, welcome their first. Hey. We love Chris. So I think this is correct. Dimity, D-I-M-I-T-Y, or is that is is it supposed Sounds to be like Dimity. Dimitri, or or uh, it was spelled incorrectly? Donnie? It says Dimity. Vicente Hurst Hardwick. All right. Hmm. Let's go with that. that uh, Nick, right. if you could look yeah, that up. The, the spelling is correct. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. D-I-M-I-T-Y. Dimity? Dimity or Dimity? 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 Oh, I like Dimity. It's Dimity. It's delightful. It's delectable. It's the baby. Uh, the publishing heiress shared the news on Instagram, writing, It feels like only yesterday we learned we were pregnant, and now she's here. So it's a little girl. Uh, becoming a parent changes you, and some of the starkest differences are also the most intimate ones. The emotional changes. Your life in- instantly transforms. Priorities change. You change. 
I feel so blessed and an incredibly grateful. When I hear that, I'm like, oh my God, I was such a terrible first time parent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You didn't listen, write anything as beautiful that. as that. I mean, you can write things, right? Yeah. But like, I was like, but oh my God. Won't, it won't Dude, stop listen, crapping. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. The reality for me is that my life barely changed. My wife's life changed big time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, no, but it was like, uh, you know, uh, obviously, as soon as your, your child is born, you, you have this connection of and course. everything. But it was more like, okay, now what do we do? It wasn't like, I love this thing. This thing is my life. I've changed in so, so many ways. It's like, what do we do now? Oh, my God. Do we change this kid now? Is yeah. that what the uh-huh. crying's all We're going to ruin this. We're going to screw this yeah, up. we're going to mess this up. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. Do you know what you're doing? I don't know. Santa's got to go. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, uh, some people, yes, dive right into the emotional. Oh, and the poetic. Yes. Oh and that so was beautiful. Us. You know what, though? Yeah. This child will get to use that swimming pool at the Hearst Mansion. Yes, oh. whenever they want to. Yeah. Oh. It's awesome. Um, stars gave critics their f- first look at Gaslit during the TCA Winter 2022 press tour on Wednesday. The Watergate drama stars Sean Penn as Richard Nixon's Attorney General John Mitchell and Julia Roberts as his wife, Martha Mitchell. Uh, the series is set to premiere Sunday... Uh, April 24th, across all stars platforms. I don't think I have the stars platform. You don't, and I don't, because we discussed this yesterday, because Groundhog Day was available on stars. Uh, I recorded for you. Yeah. I've, I, I have everything, and I think it's it, what happens a lot of times is that you want to see something, and they have you over a barrel, and they'll say, would you like to subscribe right now? And I'm like, yeah. You know what's funny is, we, so, you know, we have Comcast, and, yeah. and I thought we had everything. I thought we did the package where we paid for everything. Right. And yeah, then, they repackage things. Right? And, yeah, yeah. And, then, and now I have to go through what I'm surfing through, and I'm like, I see a movie come up, and I'm like... Do, do I, I have that? Do I have stars or epics? I don't... What, which That's one right. do we have or not have? Yeah. And, I'm like, and you know what, Preston? Yeah. They always have stuff you'd want to see. Yes! And so that's why I just finally said, okay, okay, let me turn around, put it in, let's do this. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a question for you, Preston, because you uh, were watching Righteous Gemstones, so I tried to watch that. It's on, like, a streaming service that I don't have, right? No. It's on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Okay. Because <laughs> sometimes on, on my little streamer stick... Uh, I typed in Righteous Gemstones, and it came up as like, oh, available on Spectrum. You and know, I was okay, like... Okay, so here's the the weird thing about streaming services, and the confusing things about some of these are like, you can go on Apple TV, and you'll say, oh, I'd like to watch that movie. And you go on, and you're like, wait, I have to pay for that movie? Yeah. And you start it. But it's available on a different service that I might already <laughs> have. Yeah. yeah. Wait, here, so, okay, we were uh, wanted to watch this movie, and it was on... Massive Media Man? No, it was on Amazon Prime. Okay. And up, upstairs TV, I found it free. Uh, we wanted to finish it downstairs. Jace pulled it up downstairs. It said, rent for four ninety nine, And what? I'm like, <laughs> I, we watched the first half of it upstairs. We couldn't, we didn't know how to pull it up. We couldn't find it on Amazon Prime. And it was on Amazon downstairs, too? Yeah. We did, couldn't did find it, pop it for free, up? so, so we, just went back up, we just had to go back upstairs and finish it. <laughs> Are both logged into <laughs> the same saying, account? We only have one account. Oh, man. That's weird. <laughs> that is weird. I, I don't get it. And then for whatever reason, and this has to do with like uh, Disney versus Sony versus streaming services or whatever, Spider-Man, when it's available, is not going to stream on Disney+. Plus. Nope. It'll, st- it'll stream on Stars. So, oh, and then, Steve, you were asking about it yesterday, the day before. Of course, you'll be able to buy the DVD if you want yeah, that. Yeah. But in order to stream it, I have Disney+. Plus. I don't have Stars. So, like, you know, it's just there are so <laughs> many freaking options. It's ridiculous. I, I know. I, 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 yeah, but you know what? 
what happens is they get you uh, like an so it's the evening you got the remote in your hand you've just had a whole day and it's like uh, all right yeah I guess I'm gonna subscribe to popcorn right. <laughs> By the way, speaking of stars, Rochelle and I have this bizarre callback to stars because they had an ad campaign way back when that used a parrot that said, I want to see stars. Do you guys remember that? No. 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 Like we say it all the time whenever something comes up. I, like, I want to see stars. I subscribe I go to... Go back and choke that goddamn thing. Bubba, did you subscribe to that? Hey, Bubba. Hey, Bubba. <laughs> I should. All right, uh, Uber Eats released a teaser trailer for their Super Bowl commercial featuring Gwyneth Paltrow. In the clip, the Iron Man star can be seen taking a bite out of her famous This Smells Like My Vagina candle. Okay. Nice. And she can be heard saying, This candle tastes funny. Not bad, but funny. That's I've, pretty good. I've not seen this, but that sounds pretty damn good. Uh, they, I sent out uh, to you guys the teaser for the uh, the BMW commercial with Schwarzenegger and Zeus. Did you see that? No. no. Okay. Okay. It's Hang actually on. fairly clever. Okay. Because oh, all right, so I remember seeing a graphic of. It. I thought he was going to play Zeus. Yeah, he's playing Zeus. I mean, in in a real movie. No, no, it's just, yeah. no. It's just for the uh, for the commercial. I did enjoy the Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen uh, <laughs> commercial. That teaser commercial for the. Super Bowl commercial. We might have, we the, have audio the audio that for that. Yeah, a few days ago, Casey. I don't know if you want to look that yeah, up, but but it's funny because it, they're sitting in a car and they're about ready to record this. And Seth Rogen's like, "What are we doing? We're doing a teaser a for a te- commercial." Yeah, it's it's pretty damn right. funny. It's it's a okay, riff. Oh, you got it. Yep. All right, it's short. This is just the audio from that. What are we doing? A uh, uh, teaser. We're doing a teaser for the commercial. Yeah, we're teasing commercials now. Yeah, that's a thing. Right, like a movie trailer. Yeah, but, I mean, the commercial's incredibly short in the first place. How long is the teaser? Oh, it's really short. <laughs> okay. I love it. Yep. I love it. They're so damn clever, man. Uh-huh. Uh, so, anyhow, the... Uh, Dude, can we grab the audio for the uh, Schwarzenegger? Thank you, Marissa. The full ad for the Uber Eats commercial will also feature uh, Jennifer Coolidge and Trevor Noah as well. So, this is... This is also a teaser for a Super Bowl commercial. So this is where we are. They've been pretty bad over the past couple of years, and I sense we're going to get some pretty good ones this time around. Because they, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the only reason I watch the game uh, personally. <laughs> but so. you don't have to either. Like that's the other. Yeah, thing. Uh, they all, all appear before. Yeah. You're exactly right. You know, they're all on YouTube and and uh, you like know, it's a good week advertising. Before, like, like now, yeah, they're exactly. all starting to pop up. Yeah. Uh, so Marissa is going to send over that audio for it's uh it's for BMW right right so sh- it's um it's, it takes place in like a Starbucks and so um you know there's like the kid behind the counter and uh, Schwarzenegger walks in dressed as Zeus as a god Zeus. and they have an exchange and and the look on Schwarzenegger's oh face. and I know this guy the actor who's, oh, I like who's him. behind the desk at oh, yeah. uh, at um, <laughs> he's in uh, Stranger Things he he runs the arcade right uh, he's this kind of strange guy and he was in another he was movie. in Reservation Dogs case the uh, movie about the Native Americans in uh, Oklahoma he's a, he he works at that junkyard yep he's a, he's a really kind of kind of odd looking guy he's very tall by the way towering Schwar- over Arnold in this Schwarzenegger's video. six feet tall is you, he you, yes you've always thought he was gigantic. Yeah, Nick, check this if you would. Yeah. But Schwarzenegger, I believe, is just six feet I tall. Mean, just, okay. I mean, just... I'm 5'7". So yeah, I, just, know. I know. I know. When you no, say no. justice, that makes me feel bad about no, himself. No, but wouldn't <laughs> you imagine... More wouldn't you imagine he was 6'3 or 6'4"? No, yeah, no, he's you're not. right. And 6' foot is not average. Can I'm 6 feet. <laughs> By the way, if he's 6 foot, then this guy's like 6'4", at yeah. least. All right, so here's the, the audio from this commercial. Here we go. I got a macchiato for a... Zeus, <laughs> Zeus, Zeus, Zeus. Whoa, 
Kind of like the Greek god of lightning? It's exactly like that. <laughs> He's taking his coffee very awkwardly. <laughs> Walking away now. With, and he's got a gold outfit on. Cool. <laughs> and that somehow is a BMW. Well, they're going to play off electricity on right, right. an electric car. It's, it's an electric vehicle. Uh, yeah. He's the you know the god of uh, thunder and lightning and so on. Arnold so. is six two. Okay. At well, least he was listed at that. what uh, yeah, yeah. point? I mean, I'm sure, listen, I have shrunk over the years, so I'm sure that he has, too. I, I used to be six two and a half. I think what are you I'm, now? I think I'm like six foot. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've definitely shrank. Your spine compresses over time. I so. um, I grew. Like, in You're six, the six. last, like, <laughs> no, remember, we actually, we talked about it. You grew? The, yes. It's um, yoga, man. Oh, that that's what we were talking about. We, I, we thought that maybe uh, yoga had something to do with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I was forever um, between 5'1 and 5'2. Like, I guess 5'2 was on my license. And my dad was like, no, you're taller than that. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. He measured me. I was 5'3. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is your dad still doing notches on the doorway? With, uh, with the uh, no, but we have one. No, no. We, we did it at my house because I have one for Jace. You oh, know what, awesome. man? We had, uh, and it was wall paneling, you know, so you could sure. actually remove it. And so when my parents got their kitchen redone, we kept that paneling, and then we never did anything with it. So it had all of, like, from, you know, me and my brothers, my sister. Do you still have it? No. We had it. And we could have like you know, framed it. We could have framed it. We yeah. could have done something, and we just ne- we never did. And I'm oh. so mad that we never did. We that. did a unique thing as we'd start to grow. My dad would take our heads and smash it into the drywall, <laughs> yeah. so we'd know where the dip yeah, was. That's where we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. My yeah. friend, my uh, best friend, who lives up in uh, Upper Black Eddy, her parents live in Doylestown, and um, they still have the wall. It's the it's like the frame of a door, and not only is it her kids, but it's everyone who comes over. What? So, what? So I'm on there now. So everyone's. <laughs> Is on the I kind of want to go over. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, okay, so that's too bad. That's a good idea, uh, gang, if, you, if you're starting a family to do something like that and save it. <laughs> and then maybe you know frame it. Yeah. Well, and you know make, what they have put, now? Put something, yes, they, pictures. They, and... they have, like I have. It's um, it's basically a, a giant ruler that you hang on the wall. So mm. you take it. You know, it's not on the it's wall. It's designed to be off. saved, right? Yeah, yeah. you can save it. Right. You take it if you move. Yeah. Whatever. Your boner wall. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, the first trailer. Speaking of trailers, uh, for the offer, the Paramount Plus series based on the making of The Godfather is here. It shows Miles Teller being relentless in his efforts to produce the iconic film. Teller plays real-life producer Alfred S. Ruddy as he faces skepticism from the industry and opposition from actual mobsters while attempting to adapt Mario Puzo's novel uh, for the screen. Uh, The 10-episode limited series was created and written by Michael Tolkien, uh, and the cast also includes Matthew Good as Paramount Studios executive Robert Evans, Dan Fogler as legendary director Francis Ford Coppola. That's a good choice. And Juno Temple as uh, agent Betty McCart. She's from uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi is stepping in the shoes of uh, infamous uh, mob boss Joe Colombo, who organized protests of what he perceived as the Godfather's prejudiced portrayal of Italian-Americans. Yeah, they funded the Anti-Defamation League, or they, they, they came at the production all sorts of different ways. It's funny, though, because there are things that were created for the Godfather that actually weren't part of mob culture, but that became mob culture mm-hmm. after. Wow. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to seeing this. So I, I love, you know, God, anything Godfather, Preston. Yep, yep. Anything. Probably... 
Greatest movies in my, to me personally, my all-time favorite Towering films. masterpieces. Yep. We ever had uh, Miles Teller on the show? Because he's from the area. We have. I want to say that we have, I'd yeah. I'd love to chat with him again. He's an interesting guy. Uh, according to behind-the-scenes reports, uh, the making of the offer has been hindered by its own share of controversy. In September, rumors began uh, circulating that filming had been delayed due to a COVID-19 outbreak on set, prompting Teller to deny claims that he was unvaccinated. And that occurred months after Teller replaced Army Hammer as Ruddy, in the wake of all that weird stuff that went on in his world. If you ever want to see uh, the the Robert Evans um, take on this, and because he's, there would be no Godfather movies without Robert Evans. But there was a documentary called, uh, I believe it's The Kid Stays in the Picture, and it's about uh, him wanting to keep uh, Pacino, or, or, or um, uh, <laughs> it's Coppola wanting to keep Pacino in the film, and him dealing with him, and all of the behind the scenes of The Godfather. It's fascinating. Uh, the offer premieres on Paramount Plus April twenty eighth. By the way, oh, so man. another one to watch. All right, there are two Jonestown centered projects currently in the works. So one's a musical, right? No, no, it's Jim Jones, <laughs> Guyana, the, the all the people that killed uh, themselves. Uh, most recently, a film starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jim Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, it will be called White Knight, a psychological thriller based on Jonestown survivor Deborah Layton's memoir called Seductive Poison. Chloe Grace Moretz will play Layton in the film. Uh, Jones, of course, the leader of the People's Temple Religious Organization, was behind a mass casualty event in 1978 during which more than 900 followers died after drinking poison at his behest. So I've seen countless documentaries, read books about this, and the actual footage is there to be seen. It, it's a, it is a riveting uh, piece of history. It is chilling and confusing. You know, Preston, how the, the story is just like, you couldn't, you couldn't create, you couldn't write a story no. more uh, bizarre and strange. I, I am forever fascinated by that whole thing. Do you how know how that happened? How he convinced that many people to go down there and... Even though some of them did it, you know, some of them were killed, but a lot of people did it themselves. Willingly. It's insane. Uh, the original miniseries that they did with Powers Booth was yeah. perfect because Powers Booth looked like him. Yeah. yeah. Are there any survivors? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there yes. are. Yeah. And so... Do we know how they survived? Did they fake like some, they were? Some of them fake, but they were still... They were they were guys walking around in yep. case you were faking, shooting the bodies. Yep. And so... There were also there was also a group of people who left uh, with a, a a senator, wasn't it? Right, and uh, on the airstrip, they're about to take off. A bunch of people got His, killed they, there. Yeah, too. they shot him up, and some people survived on the airstrip. I mean, Jesus. it's Casey. I mean, you had a, a sitting senator go down to check the situation. He ends up getting shot and killed. Yeah. Um, I mean, a new, How do news crews. Yes, oh, it's man. an amazing story. It's, it's wild. Uh, in late 2021, Deadline reported that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <clears throat> we'll play the infamous leader as well. He could be great as Jim Jones, too, yeah, man. He's got that thing. Uh, in addition to the Don't Look Up actor, uh, the, he will produce the MGM film, too. Uh, while both films are dealing with the same subject matter, it sounds like Gordon-Levitt and DiCaprio's films are taking very different approaches. White Knight with Joe Gordon-Levitt appears to take more of a macro approach uh, to examining Jonestown while the lens of uh, through the lens of a survivor and the DiCaprio film seems more focused on the man on Jim Jones himself at least right now. So they're not going ahead with that all fragile version. That would be, <laughs> you know, using puppets and things oh like God. that. That could be an interesting take. Maybe it's a way for children to uh, <laughs> yeah. be familiarized with the story. I don't even know why we did this. 
Uh, let's see. What else I have here for you? Taraji P. Henson is dancing her way from one musical to another after the actor uh, starred as Miss Hannigan in NBC's Annie Live last December. She is now set to join the upcoming Color Purple movie musical as jazz singer Suge Avery. Very cool. That is cool. Yeah, uh, I love that movie. <clears throat> um, oh, great performances. Yes. Let's see how they do with the musical. Did anyone watch the uh, live version of Annie with I her? I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. No. No. Uh, this isn't the first adaptation of The Color Purple. It's a film adaptation of the 2005 Broadway musical, which itself was adapted from the 1982 Alice Walker novel and the 1985 movie. Are they sticking solely with the musical, or will they incorporate bits of the all-fraggle version? I don't, I don't know if they're going to go down the big, uh, you know, lean towards all these <laughs> fraggle things, but... Uh, <laughs> We'll have to wait and see. It's an insane push. The new movie's been brewing for years with Steven Spielberg, who directed the 1985 uh, take, uh, Quincy Jones, who produced it, and Oprah Winfrey, who was nominated for an Oscar as Sophia in that film, signing on as producers. Uh, And the movie is currently set to be released uh, December 20th of next year. So, Steve, one of my favorite, like, Broadway songs of all time is the song that opens up Annie. So I'll tell you what I'll do. I will listen to the very opening of Annie, that, right. that and, and if I like it, and if I like the way the little girl sings that song, it's called Maybe, uh, I'll, I'll give it a go. But, All right. Uh, but I was... I'm I heard mixed reviews about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm such a huge fan of the movie with Carol Burnett. Right. That, like, I just... There were a lot of critics about that version, because yeah. there were a lot of Broadway purists. I think, wasn't Sarah Jessica Parker the first... Annie? She wasn't the first, but no. she was, yeah. She was as a young girl, she right. played Annie for sure. I forgot the... Annie, we Annie Bartle? Bartle. We looked up the... Uh, the original one was from Philly. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was her name? All right, well, we're going we're gonna to go on because I have one more story that does Santa's have, gotta go. have to do with musicals. Uh, and according to the... Uh, Santa's got to go. Uh, Entertainment Tonight and Paramount Plus has announced its cast for Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Uh-huh. A musical series set in 1954, four years before the original Grease was set. So, Okay. It would have been uh, before we know, the, the pink ladies that we knew even got to high school. They should okay. have the actresses now play the yeah. teens back then because uh-huh. they weren't much, you know, that far from that anyway. I right. mean, they were all in their 40s when they were playing high school kids. I've talked to Nick Murphy about this. I thought I had an idea for what I thought could have been a, a decent series that was around the uh, the whole Grease thing, and, and it would focus on uh, kids that were freshmen at the time that, like, Zuko and all those right, guys were right. seniors. Okay. And so the story would follow all of them, and then just in the background... You would see them doing things like singing, you know, "Tell Me More, Tell Me More" on the uh, on the bleachers, and uh, you so, know, like so in the Disney, be hearing "Tell Me More." Yeah, or like so for that particular scene, these kids were smoking a cigarette right. underneath the bleachers, and then all of a sudden, these people break out in the song above them. They're like, that "Sounds fun." It sounds, fun. and then you know, and then they walk out of school on the last day of school, and they just see a, a car flying away. Like, what the, you know? Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Maybe it's an interesting take. It yeah. yeah, it's like not. It's like what was happening in the town next to Amity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, that's a different perspective. It's like you know, Lincoln goes to the theater, <laughs> yes. but you're at the theater next door, right? It, possibly. Did you hear something? Yeah. I thought I heard a I shot. Heard a, no, shot. I think that was the game the, the, from backstage. <laughs> yeah, it was some yeah. kind of somebody dropped something. That's okay. Anyway, it's a great show, isn't it? Yeah. 
So anyway, uh, I have the cast here, but I doubt it's anybody that that we know. It's names that I'm not familiar with, and I would imagine they're young and up and coming. It's going to be a uh, a 10-episode uh, season. Hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure exactly when that will come out, but it's uh, Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies. All right, um, clips. Let's get yes. to those. A wolf pup and a lost lion are rescued by a girl in the heart of the Canadian wilderness in The Wolf and the Lion. This looks good. In this clip, Molly Coons talks about growing up, uh, growing and overcoming her fear and working with live animals. Here we go. Andrew had said to me, look, be honest with yourself about this. Don't sign on if you feel too scared, if you think you can't trust the, the process and if you can't trust these animals. And it was such a beautiful surprise to find myself trusting and loving these animals. Uh, The Wolf and the Lion is in theaters this Friday. Here's the next clip. Johnny Knoxville and the gang return for another round of hilarious and absurd stunts in their movie Jackass Forever. And here, Johnny Knoxville and director Jeff Tremaine talk about tapping out. Especially with Wee Man. He'll get to a certain point in a bit and then he starts calling Jeff's name. Jeff! Jeff! I want to quit, Jeff. <laughs> and Jeff pretends not to hear or something. Well, I mean, usually by the time we get to that safety word, we're deep into gold territory where we know that, <laughs> and there's no way out. There's no safety word. That's when we, we're, we're hitting where we need to be hitting. Yeah, right? it's like, we man, you're tied down. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to finish the bit, and oh then we'll let God. you go. Yeah! Jackass Forever is in theaters on Friday as well. And there you go. That's your entertainment report for today. All right, we're going to take a break. Don't forget, uh, Bill Bellamy will be joining us a little bit later on this morning. We'll be right back. Make sure you hang in there with us. MMR rocks the Black Keys. Dropping in for a summer showdown. Saturday, July 30th at BB&T Pavilion. Listen to Pierre and the Preston and Steve show all this week to win your way in. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. MMR VIPs, click contests at WMMR.com for another chance to win. 93.3 WMMR and the Black Keys. Everything that rocks. Hey, you guys mind if I whip out a butt plug real quick here? Yeah, do it, man. Right. Pop I, that sucker. No? Uh, what's that? Do you want the song? Uh, sure. We haven't okay. ha- we haven't played that in a while. You we, know have, we have an official uh, for charity <laughs> plugs, which we call butt plugs, because we have shart outs. We figured we'd stay with the whole butt theme. We can't we can't be conventional. Uh, let's play the uh, the song for this. Here we go. Butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Here's some butt plugs loaded up with deeds and info, man. Charities can email us and we'll do what we can with a butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Yay! That's from our buddy Max, who did that. He's the voice of Ben FM, by the way. How about that? He's the best. All right, so I got this. Uh, actually, a few people sent this to me, and uh, but this particular one came from our friend uh, Jeff Duda. Uh, who is uh, the chicken and oh, fake chicken nugget Tyson. guy from Tyson yeah. Food Service. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he let me know about this. I don't know if you guys knew. So one of my favorite family restaurants we go to is Texas Roadhouse. You always talk about it. Yep, there's one in uh, Royersford that we go to, and we've been going there for years and years. But the founder of Texas Road Roadhouse, uh, he contracted COVID in November of 2020, and it caused a um, a side effect uh, he had severe tinnitus, which I have, okay? Oh. 
and it got so bad, it sounded like a jet plane taking off in his ear 24-7. He ended up committing suicide <sighs> because he uh, of a surgery that didn't improve the condition, and he took his own life right? Uh, because it was so bad he couldn't live with it. And that, yeah. It's hard. I mean, listen, I have tinnitus, yeah. and I have a, a pretty decent case of it, but it can get that bad. So, on the 7th of this week, uh, all Texas roadhouses across the country are donating 100% of the profits to the American Tinnitus Association. I'm sorry, when is this? It's going to be Monday. The 7th. So, okay. yeah, February 7th. Uh, was that Monday? I believe so. Okay. Uh, so if you go out to dinner, whatever, all of the uh, the profits are going to go to the American Tinnitus Association in honor mm. of this guy, Kent Taylor, uh, the founder of Texas Roadhouse. What a horrible story, but, but at yeah. least you can do something and turn that around. Yeah, most and, then, and obviously you have many people, a lot of people I yeah. know have tinnitus, Preston. It's it's pretty common. It sucks, man. Yeah. I, I, I get emails from people all the time who are asking how to cope with it and... Uh, and really, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. You can go to your audiologist and see if they can fit you with some um, hearing aids that have these uh, noise canceling, uh, uh, you know, effects that they can use. that can help a little, but there's no real cure to it at all. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, you repurpose things in the medical community. Right. And yeah. Menstrual cups. Yeah. For, for example, <laughs> would you be able to? Would you be able to put those in your ears? Yeah, my, my you know, wife, they probably haven't tried that. Okay, you know? why not? So we'll have to try it. My wife essentially has it, and that's why she likes to sleep with the TV on. And I just found this out, like, not that long ago. Uh, because my, silence would uh, would be, a, yeah. she'd focus in on that. And then also, like, my cousin has it. And so, you know, I was say, like, I, I go on these long bike rides with him. I said, the only thing I hate about, like, the wind in these bike rides is the noise, you know, because yeah. it gets really loud. He goes, that's my favorite part, because at least I'm not hearing the ringing in my ears. Yeah. Oh, that's Isn't that crazy? Do you have constant ringing? Person? Yeah, yeah, all Constant. the time. Never so, ends. And you sleep with a fan, right? I have a, a sound Perse- machine. But yeah. that's why? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So you hear the ringing constantly. Always, yeah. Now, while we're talking right now, I can't hear it. Because we're engaged. There's other exactly. sound coming in. Yeah, so but if, if it I was a quiet sit, room. If, if, if it's quiet, I hear, oh. you know, like a, a sound. <laughs> <laughs> that just might yeah. be worse. That's a sister condition oh. to tinnitus. Yes, Definitely I, worse. I did not know that. Did you hear that? Cool. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> Anybody? I didn't hear it. Just me? Okay. All right. Well, uh, anyhow, so on Monday, yes, go by uh, Texas Roadhouse. And by the way, there's, it, as yeah. far as steaks go, best bang for your buck, period, Texas Roadhouse, I personally think. so. Uh, and no no brawls either. They don't no have, brawls. Like, they, uh, yeah, none of that. Uh, so anyhow. Like it's uh, a golden corral, right? Yeah. I thought I would pass that along. Um, now, speaking of uh, restaurants in our area, Everybody sent me this yesterday. I got this left and right. Even Jackson had texted over Casey (laughs) and I about this. Uh, There's an ad for uh, Chiaro's Pizzeria. Uh, It's a mailer, apparently, that went out. And uh, in it, there's a picture of uh, someone uh, pouring a cappuccino. And in the frothed milk on top uh, is the famous picture of the naked dude with the gigantic wang sitting, sitting on, on the edge, edge of the, of the bed. bed. I forgot his name. We heard the whole story about he him. He passed away yeah. a few years ago. And he was a pen- a, 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 a- Apparently, a, a, a football player at some point. Yes. I don't know. Yes. I think his name is Michael Serigliano. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, that's our doctor. Oh. That's Dr. Mike. Okay. That's a different person. <laughs> right. So, anyhow, so uh, Ch- uh, Chiaro's 
uh, released a uh, a statement, mm-hmm. uh, and it says, uh, "Dear community, mm-hmm. we we have been made aware of the situation regarding a recent ad, and unfortunately, neither us or the community connections proofreaders." caught the subtle nature of what we thought was a tasteful photo of our cappuccino. We deeply apologize for letting this slip by. None of our proofreaders, the Community Connection proofreaders, or the actual printer proofers caught the mistake before it was printed and circulated. We are working on making sure this does not happen again. We at Chiaro's pride ourselves. Is that how you pronounce it, by the way, Chiaro's? I, I don't know. Uh, pride ourselves on being family-oriented pizzeria and restaurant. This is uh, a devastating situation for uh, all of us okay. involved, as we are sure it has been for all of you. Please accept our sincerest apologies. So how the hell does this happen? How, how, who along in the chain of events, when this goes from proofing to printing, who uh, somebody that Some, works there did it? Somebody so, that works at the at the, at the printer did if it. If you're going to believe that that uh, it would have to happen at one of the last stages before going to print, because you have to bypass all the people who are going right. to be taking a look at it. Yes, right. Yes, I mean, and then eventually the the coloring is perfect. Um, uh, and, and so initially it took about a second, second before I saw it. I didn't see looking it at it right but now. I That's wonder, great. listen, and I'm not saying this is the case, but I, if I was somebody in marketing at Chiaro's, I would do this and, um, you know, cause it's look, look at all the, the I mean, but you, I got this sent to me 35, 40 times, yep. but you, 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 I mean, it's pornography. Uh, you know, right, technically, so you and, and you could, and if a kid saw that, you could get in some serious trouble. So here's what here's what I think. I think because this restaurant's been there a while, um, the I stuff think, looks great. By the the, the chocolate, know, it looks yeah. the molten should... chocolate cake looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, that, the chocolate lava cake. Yeah. Not their picture either. So I think that um, this restaurant's been there a little while. I think that the owners are probably a little bit older, and they're not doing the marketing right. They probably have right. somebody, some younger person uh, in the whatever their marketing department, or who just created this for them. And maybe they threw it in the show. There's, there's a, guy, a guy standing in maybe. the shadow. It was all planned. <laughs> so here's the deal: whether yeah. whether it was planned let, or not. Wait, so hold on, yeah. sorry, Case. And let unless they just pulled a picture, unless they did do it right. Uh-huh. Again, I'm going back to like uh, their generation, and they just pulled like a picture off the internet I can't, of a, of a latte, it, and it, like, let's slap that on the on the menu. Something that, that had already been tuned already. Right. So yeah. they took a pre-existing, unbeknownst to them. Right. This listen. There's. I, I don't think we're ever going to definitively. <laughs> get how this happened but to look at this head and to see that dude in the cream sitting there with his junk hanging but, out is hilarious the question you can't just take a photo and run it in and you'd ad. have to adobe you, photoshop yeah, yeah you have to uh right. you have to have uh you have to have um uh, rights to that photo or have a, a buy oh, no i, I mean it, no what i'm saying is is you said maybe maybe they just took a stock photo yeah. and used it so your stock photo, you know what I mean? You have to have permission. You can't yeah, just. I know, but do you really think some little pizza place is going? Oh, do I have permission to use this photo? Yeah, they probably or snagged whatever. it off the internet. Let me try and see if you can get a picture of a larger black man with a huge <laughs> junk. Here's the deal: plausible deniability, right? So whether or not this was done on purpose, it doesn't matter, right? Like, uh, you know, like, like we had just been talking about uh-huh. this this picture case. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, because you can do it on purpose and just say, oh, man, I didn't. Do it we and had, ask for forgiveness. And just say, um, we had no idea. Because now, what's your, what, all right, g- give me your best guess. Intentional, accidental. On their part. Uh, on, uh, oh, man. Well, I don't want to say. 
Yeah, okay. Because I think I it was know. accidental. I think somebody <laughs> threw it in there on purpose, but I... I just don't think it was the pizza place that... Because here's the deal, Kath. Like, when you're talking about, like, graphics people, when you're talking about, like, actual graphic artists, like, that picture... Is not is not going to be this little thumbnail. Like, That's what I'm if, talking about. That's why I don't think it you, was probably not the owners that did. No, it's not the owners. No, no, no. Yes. Somebody, somebody knew. Yeah, somebody somebody knew. along the way. Yeah. Somebody knew. What somebody was going in the organization. On. And by I the way, so. uh, this place was not on my radar. It is now. I know. Because yeah. I'm going to go try the cappuccino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want and I'm going to go try that cake. That cake looks fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of with Kathy. It happened. I, I don't think the owners would have been behind this because there's too much at stake to get in trouble over. Right. Uh. Yet now it's it's internet gold, you know. I mean, right. well, and it was uh, printed. Yeah. So, so do you I know, remember, but now it's you know, well, yeah, right. it's it was, out there. It it's making it's, it's viral now. To, to actually physically print it yeah. and uh-huh. distribute it is a whole other. To to quickly last second change a picture online, yeah. do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, but you to re- make sure it ends up at the printer that way, a little bit more involved. Do you remember that back at Y one hundred in the City Paper of Philly Weekly? You know, the the owners, the general manager had no idea, but they put a full page ad in the city paper that yeah, just said, F you, we rock. We rock. And yeah, it, it was didn't say 100. Yeah. It was that we were combating other rock stations in, in uh-huh. the, you know, probably MMR uh, as yeah. well. And and uh, we were, uh, Y100 kind of had this perception or, or was being uh, targeted against saying that we, we didn't really have, uh, we weren't a really rock station. Right, right, right. So oh. our, our our group ran this full page ad, and it said the the word fully spelled out, <laughs> F-U, we rock. Uh-huh. And that's all that it said. Yeah. And we caught a bunch of crap for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But. But. You know, like. Did it our, work? I don't, I don't know. Well. Yeah. <laughs> this we're not a business. See, it worked. <laughs> it worked. That's why we currently do the morning show <laughs> the, the radio station sold at that point. It was like $80 million. Somebody bought that thing for, you know, they bought that product for $80 million. And I that, think that it did. That station is now gone, and uh, MMR is uh, about to celebrate its 54th birthday. And there's a huge black guy in my cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wonder if they're advertising that because they can do that little design. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you can order it that way when yeah. you walk in. Yeah. All right, then let me say, Duncan, the bar has been raised. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me let me go to some calls. Uh, I will go to Chris. Hi, Chris, you're on the air. Good morning. Kathy, that little design, have you seen that picture? <laughs> <laughs> By the way... Kathy knows that photo all too well yeah. because of all the people in this building that send that thing around, she sends it more Far than more. anyone. Far more. Without question. Chris, what's up, man? I just wanted to talk good about Charos. It's pronounced Charos. 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 Yeah, actually... Chris, and there's one right by your house, right? Oh. I I'm not sure it's there anymore, uh, but yeah, uh, 113 and 73? Yes, there's yeah. one right there, and and uh, the main one's in Green Lane. That's like the main one. It's a, they're an awesome family, very family-oriented. Nice. You, go there, you might see their six-year-old grandkids, you know, making pizza oh, with uh. the grandfather. It, <laughs> it's very family-oriented, so I don't think it was them at all. But then again, it might have just been a marketing genius they might have just hired because... I'm sure there's going to be lions going out the door and golden crowd fights there. Any, uh... <laughs> Chris, Chris, you know, this is, I mean, this is, it's got to be nationally viral at this point, right? With the amount of uh, sending, uh, how could you? It it's will hilarious. be. I bet it will be. Yeah. I mean, you just got a free free playgirl in the in the uh, mailbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Chris, thanks. Uh, how much is their cappuccino going to move? Um, all right, we have Jim. We have a few printers that yeah. are calling in. So Jim, it says here, knows exactly how this happened. Uh, hey, good morning, Jim. 
Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's all good, buddy. All right, so what do you think? Uh, So in printing, it's a giant process. And actually, from the beginning, you don't see any colors. You don't see any depth to any of the pictures because it's layers of colors. So pretty much it's like they're laying colors on top of other colors to print something. So if somebody puts something in there, you may not catch it in the beginning. Okay. And, and also, like with printers, I know I've had things printed, and um, I made a mistake, and I went back, and I'm like, "You guys didn't see this," and they're like, "No, we print it. Like, yeah, we, we don't. Print yeah, we don't proof it. Us. We print yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, whatever you give us for like a copy, like if it's a picture or if it's like words, if you send it to us like that, that's how it's going out the door. Okay. All right. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy, but it's you know somebody should have caught it, but sometimes things like that, like. Not to, you know, be obnoxious, but we actually printed a thing for ham for Thanksgiving, and it looked like some female parts. Uh. And it, it was a ham <laughs> cut open. Mm. And, and it was how's like your a- vagina? <laughs> how's your vagina? How's your honey glazed <laughs> vagina? And what was it? What were yeah. the what was the repercussions for that, Jim? Did people complain? Uh-huh. Nothing. We just cut them out and put them all over the place, and we laughed about it. But it it was, you know, for a ham for a store. <laughs> And it, it was great. crazy, you know. Is it possible that this is how? <laughs> this is how when you go. This is how you ask for black coffee, black, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. This is all right. Thank absolutely. you, Jim. Appreciate Wait, it, man. Remember the um, wrestling team who printed the their uh, sweatshirts in black and white? Like it was a black sweatshirt, and they printed it in white, and it was just a white logo or a white image instead of it being detailed the way it was drawn, and it looked like a guy taking another guy from behind. Oh, yes. 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 In yes. fact, I remember that. Yep. In fact, those yep. shirts then became a collector's item, yep. and other places started making... Printing. We right. had them. We're going to go to Lauren, a marketing and public relations professional. Hey, Lauren, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Lauren? the director of marketing and communications for my company okay. and i can tell you that i write all the content for my clients i write the messaging i mean my clients trust me to know what i'm supposed to say and what i'm saying on behalf of them inside and out half the time they don't even take a second glance at what i look at i'm my own proofreader now i as a professional absolutely send it to one of my colleagues and say hey i've been staring at this can you give it a second glance? And it's also good to have somebody who's not in it, yeah. if you will. But I don't show anything to my CEO. I mean, he trusts me that as his director, I'm getting my stuff done and I'm making us look good. So, so, and, and in reference to the printer that called, I've had it where a client did not run it by me and they had a huge error and... It printed, and it was wrong. And I don't know, this is like going way back in the day, but there were years ago, and I I forget who, I think it was McGreevy, I'm not 100% sure, but he ran a postcard, and it said, we believe in New Jersey's pubic pools. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> we believe in New Jersey's pubic pools? Schools. 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 Pubic schools. <laughs> <Instead of> public <laughs> And they were, my dad hung it on the fridge, and we weren't even voting for him. I mean, it's hysterical. Let, yeah. let, let me ask you a quick question, though, Lauren. So, do you yeah. believe there, I mean, there has to be intent behind this. This picture is, is um, the sweet spot sits perfectly in the cup. Everything is, is done. I mean, this, there's no way this was accidental on any level, correct? 
No, I do not believe so at all. Whoever, whatever marketing and communications firm they used, this was intentional, took it off the Internet, took carte, did carte blanche, did what they wanted to do with it, and ran with it. And those poor owners never saw it coming. Okay. Aww. Now, let me ask you, from your marketing and PR professional background, yeah, this is a pretty good talk-up for a place. I think most people are perceiving them as being the innocents in this. And as I'm saying, I'm looking at what they have to offer, and I think I want to go try their food. Absolutely. From a PR standpoint, I mean, no PR is or no, yeah, no PR is bad PR, right? Right. I mean, their name's out there now. Everybody's talking about them. So, and, and, maybe, and like you said, they're going to feel bad for these poor owners. So, yeah, I might go get some <laughs> But I'm wondering what the legalities are of mailing out a pornographic image to homes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, they, they might have to get their attorneys involved, especially since the image wasn't technically theirs. But, I mean, that's, I, don't, I don't touch the law side that much, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if they don't have the rights to the photo, yes, there can absolutely be... Um, libelous. Well, let, 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 let me ask. Let me ask you one thing then. So, so let's say, uh, and obviously they would take. So again, I don't even know how this works, Preston. You're right. How do you even? How do you even get to the bottom of this? Because yeah. what? What is? How do you get? How do you get penalized? Yeah. Along the chain, somebody did something. Yeah, yeah. And they got to find out who it was. And I don't know how they did it. All right, Lauren. Thank you very At much. At this point, we're just grasping for Dom. Yeah. And and to Lauren's. Uh, and I have a few more calls. I'm going to go to uh, to to Lauren's comment. Dude, we have put out, I don't know how many calendars oh God. that oh. have uh. wrong names, wrong phone numbers, things spelled wrong. I remember one time at Y100, I think it was bumper stickers. No, it was cups. It was cups, <laughs> like hundreds of them, maybe thousands, had the wrong phone number, had the wrong request line number <laughs> written on it. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. I, I just, so I, I was just dealing with a, uh, Casey would give me the number of a, of a city official, which is helping me out with some stuff. Yeah. And, uh. I said, by the way, did you know that the number he had all these business cards printed up completely wrong? I think completely. he said two one six. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. then all, all of our and, student and a IDs, profile person. All of our student IDs in college said student identification. <laughs> In By the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about this ad for a local pizzeria, Charo's. Uh, they, had, they had sent out this ad. It was like a flyer. And if, you, if you've seen this viral picture of this large African-American guy with a gigantic penis uh, sitting on the edge of a bed, it's made its way into hundreds of different memes. It's so many. Uh, they put that in a cup of cappuccino uh, in the froth milk. And so... And it, honestly, I'm a cappuccino fan. <laughs> I think that's enticing. I want to give them my business. Yeah. I yeah. do because I do because too. I think the mistake was made uh, not on their behalf. Did you uh, say I do me too? Yeah, I do me too. <laughs> I do me too. Uh, Nicole <laughs> is on the line. Her mother's company made the magazine oh. with the ad in it. Right. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How about all this hubbub here, huh? It's, it's absolutely crazy because <laughs> it's just a little family-run business and. <laughs> was completely unintentional. Okay. Right. It was unintentional, it, but... So who pulled that image? Where did they get it from? And, and who, who took that image and put it on the flyer? I, I believe it was either sent from Chiaro's or just looked up on stock photos online and... No, no one caught it. Everyone, all the proofreaders, no one caught it. So I guess you, you can't, technically, you're not allowed to just grab photos, photos. and then throw them in an ad and use them. You have to usually pay, like uh, like you said, like Getty, Getty Images Getty or something images like that. Getty Images is what we do. You, you get a service, yeah, I, and, and you can use those then for paying for them. 
Yeah, that's the service that they bought. Like, uh, they bought the rights for stock photos, or I'm not sure what image. Yeah, raising. Nicole. Nicole, do you believe that this perhaps somehow ended up in the in the group of stock photos that were available, uh, and that maybe somewhere along the line, someone just got a little. Uh, uh, playful and put that image in the cream of the cappuccino, the foam, and and then it just kind of hung out in stock images, and and it ended up in this ad. Yeah, I, my my mom like I proofread it for her, and everyone did, and I didn't notice it. And she even sent it to me. She was like, "Oh no, help me!" Oh and- man! <laughs> oh god! I, oh no! I do really feel I feel really really bad for the amount of um, stress that was put on some people yesterday. Sure, because when something like this happens, like you're, you're you freak out. Every, every the blood just sinks, and, and you just want to tell them yeah. Nicole, that, uh, that it's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> Nicole, is is your mom worried about any of this? Yes. The bath showers, she like we are really good friends with the owners and they're such a wonderful company and we none of this was intentional and we we feel so bad for them and okay. my mom's getting a lot of backlash too and Well I listen, I look again, as you heard a highly paid professional in the in the industry say no press is bad press in this case. And if and if it happened out this way and they're getting all this attention again, I, I want to go try the place now. It seems yeah. like... If, especially yeah. if, if, you, if you firmly believe that this was a, an, an unfortunate accident, yeah. go give them your business. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it, it would be, like, funny if it was something else, but this is so <laughs> graphic that we... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Nicole. That's a big-ass risk you're taking yeah. as an advertiser yeah. of sending these things out to homes where that you know they might be concerned a child picks up and, heaven forbid, oh they see a bare God. penis. I get it. You know, I know that it's kind of silly, but but nonetheless, some people would be very, very uh, offended by that. Sure. Or, or, you know, so. And Preston, the thing about this, pati- this picture in particular, Nicole, yeah, this is, I think this is what the case is. Is that the thing? The thing that made this initially such a popular meme is that the guy is kind of on the side of the bed, like, "Hey, take a look at this." How you doing? <laughs> and and, and, and <laughs> oh that's God. the whole. The that's what makes it work. It worked its way into cappuccino yeah. foam at all. It's pretty awesome. I can't. I can't stop thinking about the uh, the one billboard that happened a decade ago with the uh, diamond dealer. That, and oh yeah, the yeah. giant wang on it. And, I, like, yeah, it was just. You know, like, you I'm put, sure that people put were up upset a bill, about put, it. Yes, they, right. they, they put up a picture of someone with a big mouth, and it was not good. Uh, Nicole, oh tell your mom to hang in there, and hopefully this uh, this blows over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. It's a good laugh, but it's still a little scary for the business. Yeah. yeah. All right. This Thank you. Hang around for a while. <laughs> uh, Marissa, you were going to comment on something on the photos, I guess? Uh, pretty much. Just this hits so hard to me. No I no pun intended there. Right. Well, because it's not hard, though. Yeah. Well, yes, lesson. Um, <laughs> no, because you, you were talking about, like, uh, using photos and... Yes, you're welcome. Um, you're talking about using photos. You can grab any photo anywhere. I mean, you can pay for them, but... So, I mean, all of you guys have probably seen a pizza mailer that has, like, the Eagles logo or the Sixers logo saying, you know, buy these for your, uh, you know, the big game or something they didn't like that. pay for that they didn't pay for that yeah and but like, you know what the, the directives given in our own company right here have yes. been very clear don't you 
dare right, but do you use really a photo think... that you are not allowed to because lawsuits pop up left they and right? Do, but yes. do you really think that this pizza place is doing that? No, they probably just grabbed a cappuccino in I don't know. Be- yeah. Because like like I was saying, like those little places, like the big companies are not going to come after them necessarily. Well, everyone's going to test their luck and say, well, you know, what what happens? We get a cease and assist. Okay. It's already out there. People already saw it. And, and a oh, lot of people don't bad. know that, yes, too. A lot of people too. don't know they can't grab a cappuccino or a chocolate cake from Google and use it on their mailer. I mean, exactly. I didn't know that until the company, you know, put something out and said, hey, stop doing this because we're going to get in trouble. Mm. Okay. And some people do know it and still do it anyway. You yeah. know, just kind of yeah. like, oh, whatever. I wonder if, so, Kath, uh, <laughs> the only person that sends me this photo uh, almost as much as you or maybe more than you is Steve Wilson from Wilson's Secret Sauce. <laughs> and I wonder if he's, like, kicking himself or not thinking he's doing that his? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, obviously, there's a, uh, there's a lot of buzz about this. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I got sent it left and right from people yesterday. And we and you know what? People who aren't listening to this segment right now will we'll still get this. You know, we will, somebody will still oh, yeah. send this to us. Hang on, I'm going to go to Bob, who's a retired police officer. Bob, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Sorry hey. to bother your work. No, nah, it's all good, Bob. What's up? Real quick, um, when there was a string of burglaries or, or residential crimes, um, a group of cops would go out and drop mailers in uh, like a radius of maybe two or three blocks of where the crime happened. Okay. And contained in that mailer would say, you know, preserve any photographic evidence of the crime. Well, on a slow night, a few uh, enterprising police officers changed photographic to pornographic. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. oh, my God. <laughs> so I cannot, I cannot begin to estimate how many mailers were peppered throughout the city with pornographic. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. I, I wonder how many of these went out. Thanks, Bob. Of this particular Good question. Flyer. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they, uh, listen, you send a lot out. You yep. send tons out. You blanket the areas where you can get business from. Uh, and it's kind of out my way. So I'm wondering if I'll get one in the mail, to be honest. If so, I'm hanging on. That's going to be a keeper. Marissa? I'm seeing the number as high as 20,000. Oh, my God. Uh, it, wow. I would say it's a collector's item. And yes. I would say that you support uh, the, 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 the people. All we're hearing is wonderful things about the people. Mm-hmm. That What I'm seeing, again, the cappuccino looks fantastic regardless of what... They can do in the foam, but uh, and the the other stuff looks good. So I'm I'm saying, yeah, this is a this is an invitation to check out the food at Charo's. Wow! All right, anyhow, yeah. uh, thank you for sending those over. Uh, we'll uh, maybe they'll get to the bottom of this thing. We'll find out. All right, we're going to take a break because when we return, some bizarre file stories are in uh, in your future, and uh, Bill Bellamy is going to be joining us a little bit later as well. He's going to be at Punchline this weekend, including tonight. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I would like to throw a shard out there, if uh, you guys don't mind real quick. I got this email from uh, Greg Gonzalez. He says, hey, bitches, gadzooks. Uh, Two-part request for a Tom Jones shard out. So 
uh, says the short of the long is I finally, after two and a half years, adopted my six-year-old girl, Nora. Wow. With a lot of help from, and he says, no joke here, Annabelle Gorski, third cousin, twice removed. (laughs) Shout out to Ann. Uh, So a shout out there, and then we'll we'll do a, a Tom at the end here if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, oh sorry, yep. And then uh, my wife is pregnant with my second, our fourth oh. girl. And she's a loyal listener and might have amorous cowboy relations with me when she hears this. Thanks and advice and have a safe flight. Uh, that is from Greg Gonzalez, who lives in San Luis Obispo, California. Uh-huh. So, uh, Tom Jones, if you would, please, right. for the yeah. children. There you go. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We do appreciate it. Why were we talking about Ann Gorski yesterday? Because uh, her birthday is May birthday. the 4th. Yes. Oh, we, we were believe... talking about May the 4th. And right. May the 4th be with you. And Marissa said that is, that's Ann Gorski's actual birthday Yeah, is May the 4th. And if she the... says so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. There May you go. Gorski with you. All right. May the Gorski with you. Very good. All right. Let's do the B5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Big games, big parties. It isn't just football. It's an experience. So don't settle for an average catering tray. Make it Primo. Order in advance and online at PrimoHoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. So a man uh, accused of intentionally driving the wrong way on Las Vegas' 215 Beltway told a judge that the ghost of NASCAR driver Dale Earnhardt Sr. told him to do it. Wow. Wow. Uh, And you can't, you don't say no to Dale. You've had an otherworldly possession take place. Uh, Simply told him or possessed him to do it? Told him. So he could have not done it. All right. All right. Well, that's going to hold up in court, I think. Uh, Daniel Asif faces charges of attempted murder, driving under the influence and battery with a deadly weapon after a vehicle crash. Asif told uh, Judge Ann Zimmerman that Earnhardt's ghost told him to drive the wrong way on the freeway in order to get the mayor's attention and bring NASCAR back to Las Vegas. So there's a method to the madness. Mm-hmm. So uh, a good lawyer will be able to make something out of this. Uh, Zimmerman noted you that... You need to understand, we need NASCAR back in Las Vegas. Zimmerman noted that uh, Asif uh, reportedly had heroin and methamphetamine in his system at oh. the time of the crash. W- was he instructed to use that? Prosecutors asked the ghost? for a $200,000 bail for You know Asif. what? You should probably be high when you do this. Uh, the judge set a bail of $500,000. You know what, Steve? I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe it wasn't Dale Earnhardt and it was maybe the drugs that were doing the talking. I'm, he makes a compelling case, though. That's exactly what Dale would want <laughs> to see the return of NASCAR to Vegas. So the trial continues. Animal control officers are looking for a, uh, looking for a home for a chicken they found wandering around the Pentagon early Monday morning. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Officers with the Animal Welfare League of Arlington were called to the security area of the Pentagon to pick up the chicken. You're going to go down 10 yards. There's going to be an (laughs) office on your right. (laughs) Inside is a safe. You need to punch in the code 333. Semicolon 3. It's a spy. Yeah, It's a spy chicken. Yeah. Uh, so they said there's no word yet on how... You see a folder that says I ran Contra. (laughs) There's no word on how she got there. Uh, they, they say that Sergeant Cliff Belena, uh, safely brought the chicken to the shelter and now officers are looking for a new home for her. Abort, (laughs) abort, abort. 
The shelter is also uh, taking name suggestions for the Stealthy Chicken on its Facebook page. Oh, Stealthy Chicken. Stealthy Chicken. Band name. There you go. Band name. I can't help it. One time, uh, Gene Simmons uh, piped in in a chicken story, and I'll never forget it. He called the chicken Cluck Cluck, and then he nearly died. <laughs> Calm down, Cluck Cluck. That's a gun chicken. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, they're looking for a name of the chicken. By the way, we have a follow-up and a correction. Oh. May 4th is not Ann Gorski's birthday. Oh, uh, it is Ann Gorski Day. Okay. June 3rd is Ann Gorski's I thought so. Birthday. All right. I thought so. So there you go. Yeah, there was some sort of connection, but I didn't think it was her birthday. Cleared that up. The Catoosa County Sheriff's Office says a group of teenagers wanted for stealing a truck over the weekend have been arrested. Uh, apparently, the kids, when they stole the truck... Uh, took selfies with the phone they stole that was in the truck. Thank God for vanity. Unbeknownst to them, the selfies and videos that they took showing off were uploaded to the victim's Google Drive. (laughs) They had stolen a 2009 Chevy Silverado, and apparently the teens were found on Monday in another stolen vehicle, and they had been arrested, so they were able... Actually, happens a lot. I was reading an article about this where phones will get stolen, Preston. Yes. They will take selfies with the phone, not realizing there's a cloud photo uh, system set up, yep. and then they can find the idiots. Yep. Uh, I'm going to include this. This is, a, this is a horrible, horrible, horrible story, and it's just I, I need to, to mention this. So uh, you may have heard this, this horrible car accident took place this weekend in Las Vegas. Uh, the now-identified driver, Gary Dean Robinson, was driving his Dodge Challenger northbound through Commerce Street at more than 100 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. Running a red light, the car crashed into several other vehicles involving 15 people total. Nine people died, what? okay, including both Robinson and his passenger, uh, a woman named uh, Tanaga Miller. But here's the really, really terrible thing. The other seven lives lost in the crash were a family traveling together. This couple, all six of their children were killed. Oh, my God. All six of their children killed in this car accident. Uh, They age, uh, they ranged in age from uh, 5 to 25. Uh, Parents, uh, Erlinda Zacharias and Jesus Mejia, are mourning the loss of their six six children. Uh, Both Zacharias and husband Mejia are devastated by the accident that killed them, obviously. Um, they said they destroyed our whole family, all how, of our how children. How could you even go on? I don't know. How could you even go on? From the youngest to the oldest, yeah, uh, not even one was saved. They're all dead. We are destroyed, and we have no words or comfort for our immense pain. Uh, little is known about uh, the guy that was driving, his mental state at the time, and police have not con- confirmed whether or not he was driving under the influence. But just, I've never heard of that, like an, an entire family in a car accident being wiped out. Like Sadly, that. I have, but this was this is particularly horrifying. Did you see the footage of the, of the, uh, the car wreck in Jersey over the weekend, Preston? No. So is it, we talked about a road rage incident, and there was a, I guess like a pickup truck that wasn't in another car, and one was not letting the other move over. And at some point, the car cuts in be. Oh, is that Honda Accord? That's it. And uh, and yeah, tries to. They, they were playing cat and mouse. And yeah. the, the, apparently, the guy in the Accord had started it, and the person who was filming this, uh, they had been cut off by this this uh, Honda. And so he got behind a truck, and the truck wasn't going to let him pass. Right. It was a two lanes. He got. He was being a dick on purpose because this other guy was being a yeah, jerk. Yeah. And so the the guy in the Honda does this. Run around, move, and tries to cut across, and then he overcorrects and goes back and it, just boom, flips yes. it. Hits the hits the side of a of a hill and just uh, yeah, messed up. It's some of the craziest footage I've ever seen. Did he die? 
Don't I don't know, I don't know don't the fate know. of the driver. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right, we need a lighter story to Please. end with, and I love this one. A translation error has resulted in thousands of souvenirs marking Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee. But Jubilee, instead of spelled correctly, is spelled Jubbly. <laughs> J-U-B-B-L-Y. No, here you go. Oh, my God. And on the back of it was a picture of a huge African-American man <laughs> with his exposed penis. But Jubbly sounds dirty. It sounds, well, it sounds like uh, Austin Powers. So over 10,000 uh, 10, mugs, tea sets, and decorative plates meant to mark the monarch's 70-year reign featured an illustration of the queen surrounded by images featured in her coat of arms as well as the misprint. Now, CEO of Wholesale Clearance UK, Carl Baxter, has stepped in to try and sell the full stock for nearly $44,000. Jubblies. The pitch is for a reseller to turn the supply and make some cash, a potential profit of nearly $400,000. What does this say here? Toronto balloon knot? So the website states, you will notice this is probably more at home on the shelf next to Peckingham Springs as these are, in fact, celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubbly. <laughs> Your jubblies. Uh, these well, there you go. This is another proofreading I- I- yeah. issue. Are, as you say, the creme de la menthe, it says. So you are uh, a fan of... If you're a... If you are a fan of the Queen and Del Boy, two birds with one stone. I'm not sure what all that means. No, that sounds like nonsense. So February 6th will mark the uh, 70th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth uh, taking the throne, but the real celebrations will take place in June. Beginning uh, on June 2nd, events will include Trooping the Color... Uh, the lighting of platinum jubilee beacons. How can we be sure any of these words are accurate? Or the jubilee beacons. So it's not even close. Like yeah. J U B B L Y yes. versus J U B I L E E. Yes. Jubbly. Jubblies. <laughs> May I see your jubblies? Right. Yeah, have a lick. All right, and there you go. That is what I lick have my jubbly in the bizarre file for you. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back in just a moment, and uh, we'll have uh, Bill Bellamy on the program. So stay put. We'll be right back. Kathy Romano can't taste chocolate or wine, and this just might be her personal hell. Take this journey with her on the latest Daily Rush. We're going to have uh, Bill Bellamy on in uh, just a little bit. we got a couple of minutes before uh, he gets on board. By the way, he's going to be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and through the weekend. But um, I saw this little story about Netflix. Apparently, they now uh, will allow you to remove items from your continue watching section. Of the homepage because and it's been a long requested feature because sometimes you go in and you'll you'll sample something and you're right. going, eh, didn't like it didn't care for that right. maybe not even finish the whole show watch just a couple minutes of it and then it will sit there yeah forever in your continue watching uh, folder but I do like that continue <gasps> watching folder because uh, it eliminates having to search for whatever it is you're yeah, watching you can keep it but you can I keep know what, what you, mean. you want in there keep and it. now you can get rid of it because I remember a couple things I'm like I never I, or I may have clicked on something by accident and I'm right. like now it's in there yeah. and it's going to be in there forever do you, do you know it's it's worse when when the continue Continue watching is wonky, and a show that you figure is going to be sitting right there that you're isn't. actively watching right. mm-hmm. isn't there. Yeah, the latest. What one, the hell is that, uh, Steve? I don't know if you started watching that. Uh, uh, is it Aileen Warnos uh, movie? Uh, I watched. I watched a documentary on. No, her. no. There's okay. one about her. Uh, so the chick that's in um, Cobra Kai, the the bad girl. Uh, oh. She plays Eileen Warnos. So, like, Charlize yeah, Theron won an Oscar for playing her. We right. got to talk about that. Okay. So, I started watching that, and I just wasn't into it. They, they, you know, the way they sort of position the movie or the the, the series is they're kind of making her a superhero. It seems like, and I was like, I'm not necessarily down with that. Like, she, you know, almost like she's Dexter. 
You know, where you're kind of rooting for Dexter. Well, she, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that's no, that's the wrong tone with Eileen Warner. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, yeah, and but it's still sitting there in my continue watching. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to continue. All right, well, this is for you then. Yeah, yeah, I'll use, I'll definitely use it too, because Steve, any show that's dubbed over uh, is not. <laughs> I, I I will start. I'm like, oh, this looks like it could be good, right. and then I put it on, and the mouth is moving, and there's no words coming out, or the other way around. No, I'm always not. check because you know you, you do will have the option many times to watch it in dubbed or. Uh, Subtitled. Dubbed or subtitled. So it'll be say. the original language and then subtitles? Yes. Right. That I that I would be better with. I don't love subtitles, but I'd be better with that than the dubbing. Mm. It's, I always, it's so terrible. I always do the subtitles. I, I find it less distracting than watching. I can't take well, it. Wow, how are they moving their mouth like that? And it sounds completely <laughs> different. The continue watching feature does suck on some of the other streaming uh, yes. services. So like Peacock, I'll use that as an example because there's a couple of shows I watch on Peacock. And I'll go back and if I've taken a few weeks off from watching it, I'll come back and I'm like, it's not even there. Listen, I'm down with Peacock. I think it's actually become something that I, I find myself going to more and more. But they, they need to brush up the architecture of the way that... Yeah. It's of cluttered. the way it runs, it's it's cluttered, it's cluttered and it's and it's hard to find things. Preston, um, I demand it <laughs> the, on Peacock. If you go to so if it's a show that mm-hmm. you're watching, right, or a movie, whatever, up top, go to TV shows. Do you do that? I yeah, I think I eventually like just, have to, and then find it. Well, no, but so so if you just leave your homepage, this is what's working for me. If you leave your homepage and you go to TV, the continue watching is still there. Okay. Like it, it leaves the homepage, but it's on that either TV, movie, whatever you're watching. Huh. All right, I'll try that up. I bounce around from uh, streaming services, so right now, for whatever reason, I'm just not uh, on anything on Netflix, and uh, I'm looking for a recommendation. Casey, you, you brought up that. Um, Oh, not the uh, Eileen Warner's one. The the other uh, Kristen, oh, Bell, Kristen one. Bell one. Yeah, is that good? I'm enjoying it What's so far. Uh, the woman across the street who's in a window with a yeah. guy in the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's really lengthy title. Yeah. Behind an yeah. empty counter. Right, I, I, start, I started <laughs> this one called uh, The After Party on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, heard I started people it. like it. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I couldn't. Uh, one episode was oh, no? plenty. I, I like it. So, Casey, you bailing on the uh, Eileen Ornus one or whatever it was? Yeah. Like this one. I, uh, and it has a lot of actors in it that I really liked. Dave Franco's in it. Yeah. Murph liked it. Murph really liked it. Not for me. Okay. Do you get HBO Max? Yes. And so Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, oh my God. I'm six or seven episodes in with that. And <laughs> oh, did you watch Hacks? That. Okay. Uh, no, I think Hacks is next. Hacks then... is fantastic. It's I'm great. finally getting uh, caught up on Succession, too. So I like six, hey, uh, uh, you know, for season three. I cannot recommend 1883 any more highly. I Casey love not stop talking. He loves the series. It is, um, it is so, and listen, if you watch When Yellow, does it take place? Uh, I think around like the 18th century. Okay. 19th century, I think. Really? Uh, I, I'm not really sure. I'm not a history guy, I but you were serious or something. <laughs> Kathy, it's awesome, and I know that you like Yellowstone. But if you're a fan of Yellowstone or not, it doesn't matter because uh, it's like a prequel, and it's how the the Dutton family came to where they are in Yellowstone. But Sam Elliott, dude, uh, Tim McGraw. Uh, Faith Hill, they're all the stars of this they're show. They're good, right? They are so good. I, I've, I have cried literally every single episode. All right, all right. Well, there's some suggestions just in case. But listen, if you want to, if you want to get rid of the continue stuff that's in your continue watching selection, you you scroll down. Apparently, you go to the uh, to the item you want to get out of there, and then you scroll down to a new uh, removed from continue watching button. All right, and then it's gone. I like that. Is our guest ready to go? Well, he's sideways right now. It looks now. like he's doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah, we see a sideways video of him, uh, but we are excited he is in town. Sideways or not, he's going to be at Punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Should I go this way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can take... Yeah, he's Yay! just flipping his computer on the side. Perfect. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Bellamy! Yeah. Hey, What's Bill. What's up? <laughs> How you doing, man? 
<laughs> oh, man, I'm good, man. I love this Zoom, man. It makes everything possible lately. It, it sure does. Yeah, the, you the can't angle get you... out of a meeting now. You cannot get out of a meeting. Like, you can't Zoom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the angle you had it at when we first joined you, it looked as if you were doing push-ups. And I'm like, what the hell is Bill I was doing? Literally, I was literally trying to find my headset. Okay. I had one. <laughs> but you're right, Bill. There's, you there's... guys can hear me. Yeah, we yeah. can hear you. You're right, though. You, you used to be able to say, no, nah, I'm not going to. We can't meet up. I don't have time. I'm not going to be able to do that. And it's like, well, we'll just Zoom now. It's like, oh, man, I got to. There's something. something <laughs> I know. You, you can't do. even. You can't can't even say I'm late traffic. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can be in traffic and still do it. Yeah, it's not a yeah, problem. You know what I mean? You could be talking in the car. You could do the audio or whatever. You And if you got a really, like, bummy house, you can do a fake background to cover up the shenanigans. Mm. You know, I have to tell you, right off the bat, we just came through the holiday season, and I, w- I, I love all the Christmas movies. And um, I uh, I was watching a movie, and I, if I just see the the artwork that looks Christmassy, I'll watch it. I go from Hallmark to all the different channels. You did a Christmas. I thought that was you in a Christmas movie, right? Yeah, man, it was a really good movie. It was called A Rich Christmas, and uh, the, you know the message was perfect. I thought, you know, I never played a dad before in a movie, and I definitely never did a holiday film. And so during COVID, we, you know, we went to D.C. and we shot this amazing film. It was a very, uh, you know, sort of daughter and father relationship, which I could relate to having a freshman in college now. I said, oh, this is my real life. This is not acting. <laughs> Listen, I'm a straight up sucker for these things. So I kid you not. If, if I'm, you know, you, you peruse the movies that are on at that time. And then I'm, I'm looking at you and I'm like. What and 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 now he's seeing the, in the prep that we have. Yes, it was you. I, I, so, I, do you plan on doing more, or was that a one and done? Well, that was just a, the right. That was the right role. It yeah. didn't really matter that it was a holiday movie. It was just the right role. Um, I felt like the message was good. You yeah. know about you know keeping your kids grounded and you know what love is about. It just happened to be a great love story during the holidays. It wasn't the quintessential holiday movie, and you hear bells ringing all that. <laughs> I'll tell you what they do with all those things is that they always have. Really good-looking people. You're a good-looking guy, obviously, but the 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 woman they paired you with. Yeah, this is, this, I think it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at, on the high at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, that'd be a good reason to do one of these things. It's hey, a, yeah. listen, listen. It was a couple takes where they said cut, and I just kept on kissing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, you know what? We I were was just like, well, you know what? I don't think we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't feeling that one. We need to. We, we got to try that again. Hey, uh, we were just talking about some uh, uh, Nick here in the studio was warning it needs some new shows to watch, uh, streaming and so on. And I saw that you've got one coming up on Prime, this docuseries, Fat Tuesday. Comes out tomorrow, correct? Yes, on Amazon Prime, man. It's really uh, well done, exciting, funny. Um, It's a, you know, a docuseries, a three-part docuseries about, you know, uh, black Hollywood, you know, and urban comedy coming to Hollywood in such a way, and it just exploded. And, yeah. you know, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time in the 90s. You remember being on MTV and being a young comic and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get get on, you know, trying to, you know, break into Hollywood and become a TV star or a movie star, you know, and there was a lot of guys from Chris Rock to, you know, Eddie Murphy was already rolling at the time, but you had Martin Lawrence and, you know, Cat Williams. And it's just like, it's so many Dave Chappelle, all of us that were coming up at that time, we were trying to find like this great place to perform. And there was this one night, Tuesday nights, 
in L.A. at the Comedy Store, you know, and Mitzi, Mitzi Shore was alive at that time, and she was really, really supportive, and it just exploded. So so I remember that, that, that whole time, that whole scene, it was a lot of sitcoms, yes. and a lot, you were seeing a lot of, up, you had the Deaf Comedy Jam, and you had things like that that were starting to kick in that were celebrations of, uh, uh, you know, of, of uh, African-American comedians, and it was like, we were yeah. getting exposed to a whole new crop, um, but I, I remember hearing about, it was Fat Tuesdays, right? It was at the, what they called yeah, it? it was Fat Tuesdays, and it was hosted by Guy Tory and... Uh, Everybody used to come up there, man. I remember um, just seeing, you know, like one of the, this is when Dave was really, really young and new. He was weighing about 102 pounds. <laughs> and, uh, Dave was up there working on this. Hi, man, I'm Dave Chappelle. I'm from Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because years ago we used to have Dave on the show. Like, yes. you know, like years ago. That ain't happening now. Uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's, you know, he only he's just a juggernaut. Say something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I, like, the, 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 I mean, he's just huge now. Uh, you know, but but I mean, you were seeing a lot of up and comers that went on to big things, and you. Yes. So you were you were starting. It's weird for you to say you have a kid in you know uh, in, in college and stuff like that because you. Yeah. Yeah, you were the we, we. So many people remember you from the MTV period. Who were you? Who were your contemporaries right at the moment you were starting stand up? Who was oh, working with all you? All of us. All of us. Like uh, Dave was in the clubs with me. Chris Rock was in the clubs with me. Uh, Dave Attell uh, was. Up and coming at the time, um, Dean, uh, Dean, uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. He was new as hell, physical comedy. Um, let me give you somebody else you would know. I mean, Ray Romano, actually, I remember opening for Ray Romano. Ray was a little bit ahead of me, but um, I was like, wow, I can't wait to get some credits like right. Ray Romano. Hmm. I, I remember uh, Ray and I were just like, you know, talking backstage. And I was like, how is it to be on TV? He was already on TV already. And I was just a young comic in Jersey at that time. And then I went on to actually get on HBO. I was on the uh, 15th Young Comedian Special. And if I remember correctly, Dana Carvey was hosting. Wow. Janine Garofalo was on the show. Andy Kindler was on the show. Um, wow, right? <laughs> yeah, blowing, it's blowing my mind. It's amazing. It's like, yo, Bill, we we're all brand new. You, you mentioned Chris Rock, and I was curious if if you knew him before he got that papal blessing from Eddie Murphy, because I clearly remembered that happening. Like Eddie Murphy put his stamp of approval on this guy, this nineteen-year-old yeah, kid. I was, I was right there. I okay. was right next to me. And he didn't pick me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... So I remember Preston. I remember... But it was like the blessing, yeah. So Eddie Murphy, and, and you know, from, from Long Island, and I remember Chris Rock. Uh, I remember seeing Chris... Chris Rock look like he was nine years old. Mm -hmm. And I remember he's, he, yeah, had, he had brilliant... Like, he was starting to kind of emulate Eddie, you know? He was yes! Yes! He, he looked like soon as Eddie stamped him, he got a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill, I'm just looking at the... Uh, I remember that, yeah, 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 because I was literally... I was literally, like, just starting to get in the game a little bit. Right. And, and I remember um, then from there, Chris was doing movies. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bill, we, uh, I'm looking at the credits. All, the, beauty, <laughs> the beauty of it is... How we all started. It, it would it would be like we all went to this comedy university, 
and you know people were at different stages in their in their career all went to the comedy university and you had to go to this particular school to become stamped as you know one of those you know great comics and once you get in this university you you basically start learning how to do it well you started uh, to to meet other other talented people and um you know even now we laugh about like some of the old days stuff like we never had social media and stuff like that and <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Could, you know we had no way we used to have flyers <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you go hand them out yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you you'd be like, "Yo, is that you on the fly?" "Yes, ma'am, please come see." Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, I wanted to ask you about uh, your relationship with Paulie Shore. He's in this uh, Fat Tuesdays movie as well. And, um, you know, obviously, Mitzi was his mom. And you guys had the MTV background together. Uh, were you guys buddies? Are you guys buddies? And and, and what is a relationship yeah, with Paulie, Paulie Shore like? Yeah, Paulie was like, uh, you know, he was like a big brother to me. Because when I was coming into MTV, he had been there for a couple of years. And he was already popular and already, you know, moving and grooving and, and, and making movies and stuff like that. And he was like, yo, bro, this is a good look for you, man. You know? He had all the, like, surfer dudes locked in. I remember, I was like, I had never met anybody like Paulie Shore. And I didn't know, I was like, is that an act? Was he really talk like that? He was like, hey, Bellamy, how's things going, buddy? You know? <laughs> I was like, no, that's really him. Yeah. He's a Cali boy. Yeah. Let me let me ask you about you mentioned the MTV a couple of times and 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 uh, obviously you did a whole bunch of stuff with them and you were there at uh, at one of the, uh, the 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 pinnacles when you had a lot of people like you you know M Michael Jackson Madonna all all those people you you encountered them and I remember you a while ago talking about the various entourages that each one had and uh, and and like just insane over the top tell us a little bit about some, what you encountered with some of their because they had famous entourages. Oh my God, this is the craziest. This is the one that pops back in my head, like, uh, that is so bizarre. Yeah. Like, um, there was two that I remember very vividly, right? So Eddie Murphy, when he came, he was promoting his music. Eddie had to have these special flowers. I don't know where they came from heaven. <laughs> um, and he had to have candles everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, well, this man must be part vampire or something because he wanted it to look like a church. Right. So we had to get the green room all prepped. And he had to have special water from a glacier. You know, all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> how, how you many... know, I was, I was new to the game. I ain't have no rider. I didn't know what to do. All I had was a microphone and a glass of water, right? Right. How many people in that entourage? Yeah, and then the other one I remember was Mariah Carey. Like, she only liked, like, she only wanted the green M&M's. <laughs> so you know how many packs of M&M's we had to bust open and fill up a big old thing of green? <laughs> Yo, and then I realized it's only like seven or eight in a pack. Right. <laughs> a lot of times he'll do that to make sure the writer's being, being read, but... I, I was always curious because you'd see them and they'd be surrounded by armies of people. And who who yeah, had who I had the largest was, battalion? Michael Jackson had the largest battalion. Mm, yeah, I could see that. You couldn't even think of going over there to shake Michael's hand before <laughs> you would have been on the floor and bent up under a, a, a foldable chair or something <laughs> because he 
at that time, Mike was so big and he was so sort of like, you know, uh, moving around like a dignitary. Uh. Like you couldn't walk up and just shake his hand. Like if he came into the, if he came into that radio station back in the nineties, you you would have been in the bathroom, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You'd have been like only one person can be there at a time. Michaels needs all the air in the room. It would be like it would be like one of those things. You're like you can't be serious, and you know uh, it was crazy. So so was it like fifty, sixty, a hundred people? How many? How many on average? Would... Oh, he was traveling with at least twenty people. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. a little more a little uh, more uh, confined. Wow. Um, you worked on the. Show Show hot in Cleveland for for a, a bit. Uh, Betty, Betty, White. Betty White. Yeah. yeah. Any any stories or memories of Betty that stand out to you? I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe how sharp she was. Like, I thought when you got a certain age, you'd be sitting there trying to remember your lines. She knew my lines, everybody's mm-hmm. lines, and she was sharp as a tack, bro. I, I was I was astounded because. I was like, Betty, Betty, at that time, Betty was probably, she was about to be 100, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was just yeah. 99 years old when she passed. So I'm going to say she was literally probably 90. So this is less than 10 years ago. And I was like, for a woman her age, she is bonkers. I hope to live that long and be, be that sharp. I mean, she literally almost made 100 years old. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 And she was still doing it. And. And literally, they were about to do a huge story on her because she was, you know, she was yeah. turning a hundred years old. Yeah, and we know we lost another uh, comedian who is also in this uh, uh, special about Fat Tuesdays. Uh, you know, obviously Bob Saget and uh, Bob. You know, it seems like everybody in the comedy world knew him. Were you uh, friends? Everybody, Bob. You know, ironically, Bob and I were very, very good friends, and. We, we became good friends through comedy, but also through charity work. So we worked on his charity for uh, his sister. Scleroderma. Um, who, who, yeah, who she passed from, Scleroderma, right? And the, and the irony of it was, literally, I'm not, I still have Bob's text in my phone. Oh, mm. He had texted me to wish me a happy holiday right around Christmas. And I texted him back and was like, buddy, I'm back on the road. I'm having a good time, man. I'll see you in the new year. We got to get the families together. Cool. I'm like, bet, no problem. So cut to not even, I don't want to, like maybe it's a week later. I mean, it was crazy. And, And the one thing that I could say is that Bob was probably, if he could write out the way he wanted to leave, he would have did it like that. Like, just knowing his personality. Yeah. He was like, he's like, last night I killed and now I'm in heaven. I'm chilling. You know, like, like he would, yeah. you know, he's that type of dude that would just wouldn't even be think twice about, like, I want to line it up like that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Go out with being happy. Oh, by the way, if you're just tuning in, it's Bill Bellamy. He's going to be at Punchline uh, tonight, tomorrow. And uh, Saturday, one show tonight, two uh, two shows on uh, Saturday and, and Friday. Friday and Friday as well. Um, hey, uh, so you're, there's a movie coming up, uh, b- uh, Back on the Strip. Are you playing a yes. stripper in this? Yeah, man, I had to get <laughs> naked, bro. What? You know, I had, to, uh, I had to show I still got it. <laughs> now, I'm sure you're in good shape, but it, if you're getting ready to get naked on a, you know, on film, you, you had to have stepped up the regimen, right? It was. It was harder than I thought it was going to be. Like, 
Um, we play, we, this is going to make you bust out laughing. You know, they had the Chippendales, right? Yeah. So we're, we're playing the chocolate chips. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Every time I tell people my name, they bust out laughing. So, so we get, look, listen to the, listen to the guys who are the, the team of dancers, Wesley Snipes, <laughs> Bill Bellamy. JB Smooth, <laughs> Gary Owen, and uh Faison. Love. Wow, wow, that, wow. Wait, Gary Owen. Know, the crazy part is you look at our poster, <laughs> we look good. Yeah. Look at us now, and you're like, y'all need to use the poster. <laughs> uh, is Gary Owen going to be a, a white chocolate chip? Yeah, so I can't give it away. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I love what I'm hearing so far. It sounds it sounds hilarious. Hey. So basically, the story is pretty simple. We were, you know, pretty, pretty popular, you know, 15 years ago. And we got, you know, we were this dysfunctional group of guys. We broke up. And, and now the casino is, is literally about to, you know, fold. So we come back to revive the, uh, the casino and save the casino. So that's why it's called Back to the Strip. I wanted to see if, if your your character had a stripper name because we worked with this gal who was in love with this male black stripper and his name was Night Train. <laughs> and I thought oh, yeah. that was the most badass name. <laughs> does your, does well, your Night character... Train, Night Train looked like, you know, he got all this steel. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. my, my my name, my stripper name was Face. 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 Ah. Right. That's good. Because you know, I'm I'm the I'm the handsome, sexy kind of like guy that when I give the lap dance, the lady go crazy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, it. So it's sort of a magic mic riff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I, t- I tell it's you what- a lot of laughter, bro. Like I promise you, people are gonna be dying laughing because there's so many funny scenes. Oh my god, our outfits are, are bro. You, 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 Listen you, to myself. All right, go ahead. It's going to be like Magic Mike meets Hangover. That kind of <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, it was wild to see Wesley Snipes in Coming to America, you know, the the the, uh, the, the sequel, uh, and be hilarious. Uh, you know, you have never thought of Wesley Snipes bro, that way. Bro, Snipes is one of those guys that can actually do it all, you know, and uh, I, I, I'm giving, I'm giving him his flowers. Like I worked with him, and I had a really, really serious scene with him, um, and it was so good. And then turn around, I, I, like you said, you saw him in that movie, and then I saw him in True Story with Kevin Hart. He was, he was devious. Yeah, you it know? was so like, I mean, people sleep, man. You know, this dude was Blade, bro. He can yep. do it all. Yeah, but Blade, which a lot of people forget, was one of the absolute first, if not the first, but big budget Marvel superhero movie. And that we were talking about that that opening sequence. Nobody knows the history of that. He was the he was the jump off for Marvel Marvel uh, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now and- they got like forty five characters. I can't keep up with them. <laughs> I know, I know. When's, when's your superhero film at this point? Besides, I know. I got. I would love, bro. I would love. That would be a dream come true. Let's speak it into fruition. But like, that's a a dream of mine to be able to be a character. That would be so dope. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Uh, what, what's your What's your favorite? Are you a Marvel Cinematic Universe guy? Is that what? Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the um, I'm in the Marvel world. I'm in a, I'm an Avengers man. Uh, I um. My favorite character is Iron Man, and uh, then I'll go with the Hulk and runner-up. I'm going to go to D.C. because you got to jump around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So who in DC? Then I'm gonna go with. Then I go to. I go over to Batman. Yeah. And I go to Spider Man, and then I then I start tapering off. I can't keep up. <laughs> well, I, I don't even know who Hawkeye is. I just know he got a born there. <laughs> yeah, that's kind and of the I way. I love Black Panther as well. Black Panther. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, Bill. We're going to send people in the direction of uh, a punchline. So a show tonight. Uh, tomorrow and Saturday, there are two nights at 7.30 and 9.45. You can get tickets at Punchline Philly. It's great to see you again, man. Hopefully, it'll be in person. Great to see you guys, man. A fantastic show, and have a wonderful 2022. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Bill Bellamy, yeah. guys, in Philadelphia again. He's great, man. Yeah. He's great. And you- he was... In the height of that that early '90s MTV stuff, uh, you know the Beach House. He was the Beach House. Yeah, I mean, so the Beach House was oh. it was it was Valhalla. It almost seemed it was like Disney World, a Disneyland, whatever you want. Yep, for college age kids, and it was it was insane. Yes, the amount of stuff like when they would do those those dance offs and those. I mean. There was so much stuff I don't think you could get away with now. <laughs> the spring break stuff. I oh, my it. God. It insane. It was just crazy. It was just sex yeah. on top of sex. And and straight up. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Bill's great. Yes, Case. Uh, can I go back to your uh, the, the Netflix stuff that we were talking about? <laughs> sure. All right. Because I wanted to ask all of you guys because <laughs> we, all have, uh, we all have Netflix accounts and we all have our own Netflix pages. My question for you all is what is your avatar for your Netflix account? Okay. Uh, mine is from Black Mirror. It's uh, it's called um, oh man, what was the name of that episode? Um, Not Machine Head. No, no, no. It's it's three white blocks. Um, has to do with a bear. I can't remember. White bear. Okay. White bear. Yeah, yeah. I think I think white bear is the one. Yep, that's what I use as my. Uh, I've had that one for a long, long time. Okay. Why? Uh, just because I was. I think, you think it, it be... informs a little bit about who you are. Uh, maybe, maybe. But I was curious as you know, maybe I have a generic, just a generic avatar because I, I mean I I've had that account forever. Right. You know, uh, I, after they started doing away with the with the physically mailing discs out and it became a streaming right that's when i i got the account uh because i have a follow-up question to it as well cat do you know what your avatar is no jay said it it looks like i'm a dragon okay okay i had one case and then uh when i switched accounts or uh Stopped being on my ex-wife's account. <laughs> <Switched> <laughs> I, uh, account. <laughs> I got. Uh, I, I just did what Steve did. I just have the generic one. But I, that is a good question. I want to upload one now. Okay. I, yeah. I, okay. Uh, mine is an orangutan. I have no idea why or why it's. I don't. It's not from anything. I just. Right. I think orangutan. orangutan show. On, They're on, pretty cute. <laughs> on Disney Plus, I'm Wolverine. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Disney Plus. That was my follow-up question. I'm a big letter S. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Like, Ooh. Like with like a gray Steve. background. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have, you have way more more cool options on Disney Plus. <laughs> way, way cooler. Yep. Uh, I'm Darth Vader on okay. Disney Plus. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. On HBO Max, I am Fart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. HBO Max. You can, you can assign just a name oh, to it. Yeah, on, just the letter C on HBO Max. Okay, yeah. On all of our streaming services, so we each each one in the family has our own account, and on all of them, Caroline's name is The Favorite. Oh. <laughs> that's what I she like has that. written for every single one of them. Is it true? Is it accurate? And everybody else just yeah. uses their names. <laughs> So, uh, but anyhow, yeah, just a little character study there. Yeah, Paramount Plus, I'm, I'm a Patrick Star. 
So you could do that for, for Paramount. I don't think I've done one on Paramount Plus. Yeah. And some of them don't, uh, you don't even allow yeah. uh, separate accounts, uh, which kind of sucks. Uh. Uh, Apple does not have separate accounts. You can write just the one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and Steve, like on, uh, I think it's on HBO Max, I'm just a, a big letter P. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all, all I need. Hulu just is, get me to the stuff. Yeah, Hulu is just your name. So yeah. on Hulu, I'm, I am Diane. You're Diane. <laughs> I just use my wife. So I set up, I set up everything because yeah. I'm the tech guy. So yes. Claire uses all my. In fact, when she goes, because we share one calendar, so she's, um, you know, so I know what she's doing so I can plan accordingly and right. then back and forth. But when she goes to ask Alexa, you know, show me my calendar, there'll be a pause and Alexa will say, is this Steven? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she has to surrender to the uh, to the unit so she can get into the calendar. Uh, by the way, Casey, somebody says they're an orangutan too. Oh, so you're you're in good company, apparently. So they, you know what, Steve? They need more orangutan movies. You know, they they were all the rage. <laughs> Sadly, in the Clint Eastwood saw it, and they you know they couldn't. Oh, a uh, million one, dollar uh, baby. It was supposed well, originally about an orangutan. Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Uh, at the end, they go walking off into a sunset with a. Uh, they're yeah. both holding hands with an orangutan, and right. they promised. To come back with one, I don't think they ever did. Do you know okay. what? Even though I, I know that the proper pronunciation is orangutan, I, I still yeah. say orangutan. Yeah. Orangutan. Oh, orangutan. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. orangutan. Yeah. By the way, did you say that uh, Million Dollar Baby was going to have an orangutan yeah. in it? It was, no, no, no. was going to be the boxer. The boxer, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, okay. okay. So you said Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Okay. What were you thinking? I was thinking Baby's Day Out. No. And I thought it was... I. No. So, yeah. and to me, it wasn't even a joke. Yeah. It made sense. Oh, they were going to do it with, instead of a baby. It was going to be an orangutan that got loose. Knock him out, Clyde. Yeah. So, Steve, yeah, he would say, when he would, when he wanted to do the knockout punch, he would say right turn. Yeah. Uh, when, when she's in the ring. Right, right, the orangutans are. <laughs> that could be a like a Jeopardy before an answer, uh, before and after answer. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby's Day Out. Yes. Yeah, that you know? could be, too. Oh my the Unforgiven was supposed to feature Clyde. <laughs> well, your... hell of a thing to kill an orangutan. <laughs> so kind of like when uh, you play golf, usually in one round of golf, you say at least one line from Caddyshack. Right. When I go out on a bike ride with somebody, uh, right turn or left Steel turn. Magnolias. Yeah, no, right oh. turn or left turn Clyde comes up at least one time. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. Because you're usually saying which way you're going. You have to communicate with the other cyclists, you right. know, that you know you don't want to be crashing into So you're saying right turn Clyde. Yeah. All right, Dunstan checks in, that that features an orangutan. Yes, it does. Are people texting in their favorite orangutan <laughs> movies? Yeah. Uh, I would say, you know... It's underappreciated, but the, the, the orangutan in um, Cannibal Run 2. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Somebody said that it's Mallrats, not uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I, I don't think that that's right. I think at the end of Jay and Silent Bob, it's uh, they spend some time with an orangutan. Um, I don't remember. It, it did involve a place that did animal testing, so maybe. That could be it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Any other orangutan movies? Or are we done here? Sophie's, a ran- Sophie's orangutan. <laughs> she had to pick one. Oh. Which one of these orangutans can you not live without? Uh, yeah, here we go. It's yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. You're right. All right. All right. Now I'm trying to rack my brain to think of other movies that have orangutans in there, and I can't think of anything. I'm sure there's some people texting. I in. think my favorite is when they go... <laughs> Uh, when the orangutans do that? Yeah. No, okay. Not when people that's do that. My, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite. When they go, <laughs> how's that pudding, little fella? All right. Uh, you had an orangutan in, in the book of Forrest Gump? Um, yes. I did read that book, and I forgot where along He opens the a shrimp 
company, right? Lieutenant Dan was actually an orangutan. Really? In the book, he does a lot more than... Jenny was an orangutan. You said that that's a movie that's better than the book. Oh, God, yeah. Way better. Okay, I never read it. Jenny was almost evil in that book. I heard... She, like, there was no... They, she, no she was her. mean to him, yeah, and uh, and he went into space, and he was the creature from the Black Lagoon, and he huh. he saved uh, uh, the Chinese uh, president at the time, and and uh, he was a chess master, and all these other weird things. But uh, I don't remember the orangutan, but I'm sure it's in there. All right, what are we watching? Uh, this is uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That looks more like a chimpanzee than an orangutan. Orangutan? No, that's, no, that's an orangutan. I can't. Yeah. It's so dark. I can't tell. Well, that's and he has a suit on, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Chimpanzee. He's so dressed up. I was like, wow, how regal. And that's Johnny Depp playing Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. And All the right. orangutan. He's right. very versatile. We're done. We're do- okay. Right. Stop it. Come on. Stop it. Tried to wrap this up like four or five times now. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. So make sure you stay close. And when we get back, no more orangutan. Yes. All right. Sure. We'll return in a moment. In the latest rock breakdown, we pay tribute to Meatloaf, Damon Albarn invokes the wrath of the Swifties, and we tell a ghost story. Uh, the band ghost. We talk about the band ghost. It's all on Rock Breakdown. Find it on Instagram or WMMR.com. Nothing like eye contact when a grown man is picking his nose. I was scratching. From the inside. I didn't even see what happened, and yeah. I, I was cracking up because you saw I saw me shaking my head. Yeah, and I saw. I figured it, like either nudity was involved, no. or uh, Casey had done something <laughs> deliberately funny. Like there's like uh, there's three good bets there: nudity, farts, or, or picking my nose. Right. Yeah, yeah, one of those is definitely going to be. All right, in the last break, right? I said. We we're going to come back and not talk about orangutans. <laughs> but Nick wants to talk about orangutans. Just one little thing. I like when I'm right and other people are right at the same time. And uh, and I can admit when I was wrong, but we were both right in this uh, instance because mall rats, at the end of mall rats, uh, Jay and Silent Bob are holding hands with the orangutan and they say, Jay and Silent Bob will be back. And so that was the scene that I was alluding to. And then they spent a lot more time with the orangutan in Jay and Silent Salem Bob Strike Back. All right. So there's actually scenes. There's crossover. There's both. crossover, yes. So the textures were right, and all I right. was right, and uh, that's the end of the orangutan. Show. All right. We're all, all good? We're Everybody's all good? good? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Hey, by the way, we have a new Daily Rush video for you to check out. It is titled The Great Pie versus Cake Debate. And it says, a morning show divided cannot stand. And you can uh, check this out now. It's our latest Daily Rush video. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll get it delivered right to your feed. So follow WMMR, sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. And you can learn more at Xfinity.com. And I never did find out the uh, results of our Twitter poll. Oh, no. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That out. I don't uh, know how that might be still out. accessible. She'll let you know. Press by the graphic. Can you tell what kind of pie that is? Um, Looking at, there's a pic. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on it. Did you put the guy on there? It's the guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. Nick Murphy must have done that. <laughs> the same guy with the huge wang that's in that uh, pizza ad that everybody has been talking about today. So that's really, really funny. He didn't so. put that on the uh, on the website, though. That's oh, just, really? That's, that's just, just for, just for us? your pleasure. Oh, that'd be... Yeah. Oh, that's great. Nice. We don't have uh, rights to that picture. We've, yeah. we've learned. I never found out. Marissa, can you find out what the results of the pie versus uh, cake debate were on Twitter? Because uh, I never did get resolution. I'm sure. No. Cake won by a landslide, but I don't know. Marissa, do you have that? Um, I am looking it up, guys. Searching our... Or do those things disappear after a while? No. Oh, here it is. All right. Okay. You have to take a side. Oh, any, any flavor, team cake or team pie. Right. 
Oh, do you do you have to pick one now? No, 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 no. She's reading the uh, the framework of the, of the okay. All right, what is it? Uh, team cake one sixty. 60- 60%. All right. All right. Hey, 60 hey. 40. That's actually closer than I thought it might be. Respectable. Okay. All right. Um, so, oh, you know what? I wanted to mention this. Uh, Kathy sent me this story. Uh, there's a guy named Paul Singh. He's a Florida businessman and uh, traveled through Lower Bucks County a couple of weeks ago uh, to do some work. And he brought his dog with him. His dog's name is Fido. Yep. Uh, which Classic dog name. Why not? Yeah. And he was at the Levittown Home Depot. Uh, in Tullytown Borough on Sunday, January 23rd. He left his dog in the car. He left the window partially rolled down. Dog got out. Oh, no. And uh, long story short, people were trying to help him catch the dog. Dog took off. He hasn't been able to find it. He's not even he he's not even going back to his business in Florida until he finds his dog. He rented no. like a trailer or something to, yeah. to stay in, so he's he like could stay, stay here nearby the too, do- right? Yeah, the dog. Yeah, he's staying nearby where the dog um, was lost, but he crossed like what's a, a very busy highway. So, yeah, Route Thirteen. Yeah, like yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's one of those roads. It's like almost it w- I would uh, equate like four twenty two or something. No, like no, that? like the boulevard. Okay, oh, like right. there's busy, lights, yeah. people. Yeah, busy <clears throat> people drive fast on it, so the dog may it across uh, there and on the other side of the road so I could easily see how the dog would get away before they could so you they know, get after them. They solved the dog running away? Uh, yeah, so, so well, they I don't know what the yeah, final... Yeah, so the, the, there were people that, when the dog got out of the car, people in the parking lot tried to help, but I guess the dog just kind of took off, and yep. so, and then he saw the commotion, the owner, he came out, and then I think that's when the dog ran across Route 13. It's a little dog, too. It's a Pomeranian and Chihuahua mix. Oh, it's so, so, oh yeah, boy. It's, a, it's a tiny one. It's so, really cold out, too. They're looking, they're looking for the dog, and he, he is not leaving until he finds the dog, and um, it's been a couple of weeks now now uh and he's hoping that somebody who doesn't know she's missing took the dog in uh and he actually has given out his home phone number his cell phone yeah uh if you if you see this dog in that levittown area you can call him at one three zero five eight four two one two one seven but he's he's got a business down in florida and it may uh he said prolonged stay in the area has taken a toll on his manufacturing business in florida so poor guy that must really suck i mean anytime you lose an animal. Oh my God! It's it, horrible. It sucks. But if you are, if you're home and it happens, yeah. you're not. You know, yeah. However many hundreds of miles away, uh, then it makes it a little bit easier. But this guy's out of his element and he's looking for his dog. It's Do awesome. we know if this dog was chipped? I don't I know. Chipped? It right. didn't. It didn't say so in the. Uh, uh, in the article, that but I, I thought it was. Like he said, "I took on the responsibility of being this dog's owner. I'm not leaving it here." Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So there we go. All right. Anyhow, uh, so if you see that dog, make sure you get in touch and listen. There's tons of missing animals out there, and it sucks. And uh, hopefully, uh, somebody will find him. And, yes. Uh, I'm sure he's checking the shelters and all, and, the, and that. Yeah. They said he's working with other like organizations that help Good. find lost pets, but yeah. you know, just get it out there as much yeah. as possible. Hey, where, where was it outside of a? Uh, where was it? Would you say a, a Lowe's or a Home Depot, Depot on yeah. Route 13? Okay. So he could build actually a tower. Stop it. Yeah. Yes, with the uh, supplies, yeah, right? A spotting tower. Right, yeah. yeah. I wonder if they've uh, started to erect that yet. Um. All right. I saw this article. So many times we see uh, articles about. Red flags in relationships. Yes. Uh, and we're talking physical red flags. Yes. One that you gift each other. Brightly lit. Yeah. And usually for a nice occasion, you give them a red flag. Well, oh, this is a beautiful flag. Well, actually, it's a great idea. Hey, I just, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but yeah. I just gave you a red yeah, flag. Yeah. <laughs> Man, 
man, there's red flags with this guy. No, <laughs> see him. They're all over here. That's not a bad idea. No, how about green flags? Oh. Huh? Let's talk about something positive. So, something that says, this could be the right one. This is good. So, and in fact, sometimes red flags can pop up. When you've been in a lengthy relationship, you know, not just a new relationship, but there are green flags that tell you you are with the person you should be with. So if you were to see the picture of the large African-American man with a huge penis, would that be a green flag? (laughs) Well, if it were like if my wife gave it to me as a gift card or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's a green flag. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I, it's a sense of humor that we share. Sure, That'd sure. Be a green flag, I think. Well, uh, I'm curious to see what is uh, listed as green flag indicators. I have some examples here. All right, number one, you adopt each other's mannerisms. Right. Okay, so uh, apparently... You both use menstrual cups. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, p- people in thriving relationships uh, take on their partner's habits, interests, and mannerisms. After dating you for a little while, they pick up new goals and interests. Uh, you went hiking. New and quirky uh, turns of a phrase. Hey, you went hiking. Did you oh really just God. say groovy? Or new habits, like when did you start drinking oat milk? <laughs> uh, is this dick drinking oat milk? It's called self-other self overlap, and it's a sign that your love is here to stay. I think that's there's a there's a percentage of that that is It doesn't good. mean everything. Yeah, I don't think you become a carbon copy and start, no. like, you know, as they talk, you move your mouth. You need to have your own things. Yeah. But if they... Uh, but if they adopt some of them, then that's a good sign. There are things you that you enjoy together yes. are, are nice. There are things clearly that, that my wife is not into that I'm into, and that you know, and you got to keep those things as well. Here's another so, group. Yes. Oh. Milk is the key to happiness. Is oat milk. If you guys are drinking oat, oat milk, milk good, man. my wife and I good. both drink fat free, okay. and we've never been happy. Um, I have two separate containers of milk in our fridge. One is oat milk, and one is one uh, percent. Which oh. one is yours, you and which both, one is hers? Yeah. I, I'm the one percent uh, cow milk. Yeah. We have we have two never kinds. We have we have two percent and whole milk. Oh. And I am the sole two percent drinker. Everybody else in the family drinks Just whole milk. milk. No kidding, wow. absolutely. All those and children. if they have some, if they they have some of mine, they're like. Mm, it's not right. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, it's Get out of right. here. Yeah. What are you but they're right. Milk? Whole milk tastes pretty damn good, man. Yeah, it's so thick, though. I know. That's what's great about it. Yeah. It's, like a, it's almost like a little milkshake. <laughs> All right. So here's another one. Huh. Uh, you don't get bored with average days. This is a green flag. Yes. Every day can be a whirlwind of romance, but when you have a strong emotional connection to your partner, it doesn't matter. It's not about constant chemistry, but rather a constant companionship. In fact, sometimes social studies. You'll find that couples with the strongest emotional bonds often just want to cook dinner tonight and watch Netflix. That, well, of course. Oh, I've said that forever. Life, that don't, man. you know, you always look for, yeah. the, you, like the bachelor, the bachelorette sets up these insane dating dynamics that are never to be replicated again in life. And it, the person to be with is the person you can sit on the couch with and watch a dumb show and have a good time. But for the number of times you've said it, Steve, people just don't know. I you know. know. It is good to be reminded of this because people fall for that bachelor crap. And they, they look and at it. You're flying over volcano, uh, Nick, is at sunset. But you're, I, I mean, obviously. <laughs> and I, then Ramon read poetry to me. I agree with you. But, like, people people get bored so easily and so quickly. They're like, well, this can't last because I'm bored. Yeah. Right. Actually, that's a good thing. That's Yes, here's one more time like that than flying over a volcano. <laughs> here's here's a good one. All right, uh, a green flag. You don't feel the need to post long tributes on social wow. media. All right, all it's, right. We've had an issue with this recently. They, it, it seems like 
Say it directly to the person. It's All right, so, so here's here's the, the example. Re- researchers from Haverford College. So it says here, Ooh. we get it. You're in love, and you want all your Instagram followers to know it. But according to researchers from Haverford College, local, yeah, uh, the more insecure someone is feeling in a relationship, the more likely they are to post to social media for some kind of validation. Uh, by all means, post the adorable snaps of you two on vacation. Yeah. But if you or your partner are oversharing on the internet about your relationship, then maybe take a look at what's really going on between you two. Well, the, also, the fact that you need to keep harping on it shows that you may not be that secure with it. Mm. All right, here's one. Uh, another green flag. You're physically affectionate, not just when you're having sex. Okay. <sighs> Uh, it says here, let's get this out of the way. You don't have to have sex every night or even every week to have a great relationship. According you can to teabag a, right in the Costco. That's right. According to a study published <laughs> in the Journal of Personal and Social Relationships. But interestingly, even small acts of physical affection have a big impact. So this is like holding hands and things yes, like that. Yes, it does make a difference. Yes. In fact, you read a survey a few years ago that women prefer that level of affection in many cases over the more animalistic. Would you get off of yeah. me? Kathy, can I ask you, you a question? Sweaty you? <laughs> Kathy, how often you smell like cheese. Do you and Dennis hug? And I just and I just mean hug. Like a like a loving embrace. Oh, like a quick hug or hanging out? And, no, like and, a hangout, and... like hey, you know, almost like a slow dance, you know? Yeah. I would say uh an embrace that lasts an hour. longer than ten seconds. I have no idea. Okay. Because I... I'm a hugger. Uh, you know, and we we. So yeah, we, I'm not. Okay. okay. I, but, and I didn't think I didn't think it were. And do you ever sure. come up from behind Dennis and pick him up? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle and I do. We did it yesterday. You know, especially as freaking tired as we are all the time. You're just leaning on each other. I just hear <laughs> and I go in and I hang on and I kind of yeah. lay on her and she Hold lays on me. Up. You're just like two fighters <laughs> holding each other up in the yeah, ring. That's exactly yeah. what it's like, man. It's that hug dance. Claire and I will do. Uh, we do. We'll do chest bumps as a joke. Yeah. And then we'll do this thing. You know, we'll do the. the hey, hey, but like uh, a Christmas story. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then get harder yeah. and harder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how often do you every and day. Diane hug? Yeah, we're, we're and hang out for a little while yeah. in your hug. Yeah. That's I've, every day. Every day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then you guys are in a good place. That's, That's, yeah. good. That's a green flag. Uh, here's another green flag. You do little things for each other. According to your relationship coach, Kyle Benton, our motto for making marriage last is, you some milk. <laughs> is small things often. Uh, the small acts that demonstrate you care are powerful ways to enhance the positivity in your marriage. From folding his socks. Yes. Uh, just the way he likes them. <laughs> or to picking up a burrito from her favorite oh, Mexican I folded spot. your socks just the way you liked it. Right, go back to the burrito. And I picked up your burrito. <laughs> Burrito's a green flag. Off the floor, you pig. <laughs> I swear to God, if you hug me, I'll cut your head off. <laughs> uh, wait, we're, we left off at the burrito, right? Burrito, okay, yeah. yeah. I think burritos are better than tacos. Picking up a burrito from her favorite Mexican spot on your way home, the little things add up. I, I like, do that. I like burritos better, too. So you guys do that, I'm sure. My, Claire does that for me. I do that for her, those little things. I'm going to pick it up. I always say calling an audible. I'm going to go get... I think you might like this, so I got it for you. You right. know those and those, and it doesn't have to be yeah. a purchased 
like like a like a, an actual gift. You're um, I got you one too of this sandwich. And if you or didn't, this. then what you do is you eat whatever you got secretively. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe finish it before you get to the driveway. Right. And He's then sitting in the driveway, yeah. and shoving it in his mouth. You okay. either leave the trash. Yes, there's a man in the driveway across the street. He's been sitting there for an hour and a half. <laughs> you you uh, either leave the trash in your car and throw it out in a community dumpster somewhere, or. <laughs> Leave no evidence. Nick, the only upside, I think, to, to tacos over burritos <laughs> is you get to eat a lot of tacos and usually just one burrito. That's a good point, yeah. But I like the self-contained aspect of the burrito, so all of your Mexican it's cleaner. Yeah. It's and cleaner. Yeah. Tacos are oh, cool. I saw a hack for taco eating. Ooh. This is great. Is this, do you want it now or for the... Yeah. No, 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 I'll do it now. Right. It's, it's a quickie. So, I saw this. If you are eating a taco, let's say a hard shell taco. Oh, yeah. And you know how those things crumble and the crap yeah. falls all over I the hate plate. It. That's why I Everywhere. eat soft shell tacos. Here's what you do. Oh, yeah. Here's what you do. You take a soft shell uh, uh, tortilla, you lay it on the plate, you eat your hard taco above that. It's good. The stuff falls onto your oh, onto your wow. soft tortilla, right? And then you roll it up and eat it, or like you may it. just add a little bit more to it, right? No Flour fuss, no muss. So yeah. your either or okay. your tortilla or. shell mm-hmm. is like a spice worm in Dune because it just engulfs, takes everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like my my taco shell of preference is the soft new boat. Contraption. Have you guys seen it? Not yeah. the oh. soft taco, no. Yeah. I'm yeah. a hard taco guy. So it's a soft taco. It's softer. It's not completely soft. And it is like a like a long canoe. Okay. And all the I've taco fixings it. go into it. it. Nothing falls out. Give it a shot. Yeah, I like the corn tortilla. I think it's a better flavor. Yeah. yeah I the corn tortilla. Uh, so anyhow, try that out at home. All right, yeah. All now, right. back to the green flags. Right. There it is, Mexican beef taco boats. Other than picking up a burrito for your loved one on the way home. Good, Kathy, right? All right, here we go. Uh, your friends, not just lovers. That's a green flag. No matter how many years you've been together, the foundation of the relationship is a strong friendship. You respect and value each other. What? I uh, just yeah. I'm hey. I, I love you, buddy. That's what I. That's what we say. I love you, buddy. You say that? No, I don't. Okay. Casey then, thinks the friend thing is kind of goofy. N- I no, I don't. I don't. I, I just. I've heard you say things before. N- well, what I say is, you know, this this idea that your your spouse has to be your best friend. It's just a weird way to title things because it doesn't I, have to be, but it, it would help if that person is. Well, what I want to say is, is like obviously they're your friend, but they're better than your like. So it's they're better than your best friend. They're your spouse. They're your wife. They're your husband. That supersedes best friend. And so to do, you know, like I have I have best friends. You know, Jeff and Mike are my best friends. My wife. Is better than that. She's my wife. She has rank over you. She has best rank friend. over. Yeah. Okay. It's like president and CEO. Yeah. You know, like which one's better? Uh, I don't know. Me neither. I forgot. <laughs> CEO. <laughs> but anyhow, um, it's semantics. That's it's, it's what you're it, is. it is. It yeah. is a semantical uh, argument and, and right. uh, exculpatory. Yes. And I would and say exculpatory. my wife yeah. is my best friend. Yeah. And, and, and because yeah, Rochelle's my best friend. Yeah. And so that's that's the way and. Again, but I disagree. Rochelle is your wife, and Steve's your best friend. Steve is my best friend. Steve Lisick, yeah, yeah, is my best buddy. Yeah, without yeah. question. Uh, but yeah, whatever. But but listen, like when I hear something cool and and uh, and awesome, she's the first one I want to tell. Of course, you know, and that's she's usually... your wife, and she supersedes your okay. best friend. I right, well, anyhow, you can be friends <laughs> and in a relationship. Like being together. a pres- president or a CEO, exactly. It says exactly. you respect and value each other. You turn to each other for guidance, and you enjoy spending time together. If all else was stripped away and the romantic relationship never existed, 
you'd still want to call them a friend. Well, I've been saying this for a long time. Yes. yes. It's a good, good foundation. All right, and then love springs forward. Here's another green flag. Silence isn't always a bad thing. Shut up. Emotion. Would you just shut up? Emotional connection doesn't... Oh, shut up, woman. <laughs> now, they love it. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, emotional connection doesn't always mean that you have to talk nonstop. You don't. According to Jenna Birch, a dating and relationship coach, an emotional connection with your partner is the ability to have deep, substantial conversations about things you'd struggle to talk to just about uh, just anyone about, friends, feelings, uh, family, entanglements, politics, religion, goals, and dreams. On the flip side, though, those with strong emotional connections can also just enjoy each other's company, can sit in total silence comfortably. And eat soup. There's peace and solace <laughs> when you eat soup. Uh, yes, there's not. I, I don't feel compelled to always be talking to Claire. And we can sit, just sitting at the same table where we work on our various things gives me a, a warm and fuzzy feeling. There's another. Um, with the person I adore more than any person on earth. There's another green flag. You're pro dependent, not codependent. What is. What does that mean? Codependent relationships, <laughs> platonic or romantic, are a red flag. But Dr. Robert Weiss, uh, a sex intimacy and relationship specialist, theorizes that by labeling relationships as codependent, we're essentially uh, punishing them for what is actually a good instinct, loving and caring about your partner. That's why he coined the term pro-dependence. Uh, in so a nutshell, have something to put on a T-shirt. In a nutshell, he explains that pro-dependence is an attachment-focused rather than trauma-focused term I've created to describe relationships that are healthfully independent, where one person's strengths fill the vulnerabilities of the other and vice versa. We just had this conversation, President. With this mutual support occurring automatically and without question. So basically, it's a positive symbiotic relationship in which the couple is supportive of but not overla- overly relying on one another. So my, my like, I think oh, like a lock and key sort of thing. There's things that my wife does better that I am not that good at. She takes that stuff and then I, I'm able to do things that she's not that good at. And we complement each other, right. and it works out. This guy did a ton of research with orangutans. Yes. <laughs> he he I, uh, clearly knows how this uh, works out. I've been in a codependent relationship, and it's odd, uh, because you think that um, things are better than they are. And then when you start realizing that the other person is codependent, it, it changes how you perceive that person and certainly how they perceive you. And I don't. I think in codependent relationships, a lot of the time, you don't notice it first. Nope. And then, like, after a while, you're like, wait, there's something off. And, uh, yeah, codependency is a real and Before you know it, you're standing on a side stage dressed as Elvis. Right. <laughs> uh, another green flag is you share the chores 50-50. Uh, says this one's a no-brainer to anyone who's ever cohabitated, but there's actually some data to back it up. <laughs> Nick, what's wrong? Do you yeah. not do that? I mean, honestly, like, a, a kitty litter's not going to take itself out. Just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was stuck doing that crap, too. What the hell? That sucked. All right. But it's trash day. Take the I had a trade-off. Day. It was uh, laundry. Oh, yeah, I do the laundry, too. See, I didn't do that. All right. Did All you right. have the laundry? You're getting, you're getting, Did you do the sleeves on the shirt and let her clean the rest? You're getting uh, a shaft here. I and like, you do the trash, too? Uh, yeah, but I take the trash to the curb, but somebody else in the household should probably take the kitty litter out. Okay. I don't know if she's listening right now. Uh, There's so, only one other person in the house, right? What? No, oh. yeah. Sharing household chores ranks third in importance on a list of nine issues associated with successful marriages. After faithfulness and good sex, it comes chores after those two. There are things that I, wow. that I do that I'm responsible for and there are things that um 
So we split our 13 cat boxes oh every day. Do you? Yeah. So what, like I, you'll I, go I, down and only do seven? No, I do all 13. But she does oh. them in the. We do them twice a day. Oh, okay, I do got them in it, the, got it. She does them in the morning, and I do them at around 5:30, oh. right, right before we have our conference call. So I'm, I'm reeking a cat crap when we talk. Do you fill a bag? Myself, I do. No, no, yeah. Oh, oh my God, yeah, Kathy, Kathy, the uh, uh, you got to see it. You would think we were bringing out human heads in bags. Oh my God. I mean, it's thirteen rock. Yeah, yeah. And then the funny thing is, they go on tour and they decide which boxes are really the in boxes to crap in. So, like uh, this this week, my box in my room. I have two cat litter boxes in my room. The one is like the superstar. They can't. They're just lining they up to going. get in. Yeah. Well. Uh, by the way, uh, Candace has been on hold for a oh, while. Right. I'm going to go to her. Hey, Candace. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi. I love you guys. Oh, thank you. Awesome. thank you. So you have your own uh, relationship green flag you'd like to add to this? I do. I, I think everything you're saying is green flag, but I also think that's what's healthy relationships. But a huge one, I think, is that if you can be open and honest and trustworthy with your with your partner, I've been through two divorces and it was terrible, but being sexually open to where you can tell them your fantasies and actually act them out, but together that way... Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if the guy wants something, instead of him cheating, you do it with him. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. Having open discussions about sex can definitely be very, very helpful. Uh, So, so Candace. Actually, but doing them with your partner because you guys are that open and and it's like it saves one from, I think, cheating. Like, if if the man is, is... wants to go be with the man for, you know, but then wants to include you that way. And if you if it's a healthy conversation right. and you do it together, I think that's a huge green flag because now you don't have to worry about if he likes this too or if I like that too. Be up front. Yeah. What if you don't like it though? What if you're the, you, you hear this thing and you're like, eh, I'm not, uh, not into that. Well, then, then I think then that's what's talked about, and then then you have to discuss and realize is he the, is is it going to be a healthy relationship if you're not into sharing all those things? Mm. But if you can't talk about them, he called up your mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom, could you step in? Here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, yes, no. You you make a good point. You have to have open lines of communication. No, but like I'm finally in a relationship where I can be open about my sexuality, and he's open about his. And if we can share and we share it together. That Candace, way nobody's running off secretly. I Candace, think that's a huge green flag. What do you like to do? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> does he like? Is does does is he like uh, you know uh, as as adventurous or is he accommodating you? Completely adventurous right. with me. And where All did right. you guys find each other? That's that's the other question. Is like, did you find each other through? It was a party at Kathy's house. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, we, we we found we just we found each other. Yeah, he he was out to dinner by himself. I was with a couple friends. Huh. We met, huh. but because we were open and and were able to be honest about our true selves, hmm. we were able to share it together. How about hey, that, Candace? Does he like pegging or? <laughs> um... Yes. Oh, oh, there you well. go, dear lord. And he likes receiving as well. But the man or a strap on. And, and she's not kidding. No, she says she knows her stuff. Yeah, there we go. I was joking, Candace. Well, hey, whatever floats your boat. You know what? I'm so glad you two are happy. You found the right person. If you want to bat it out of the park, how about a gold rose from Steven? I mean, come on, that's a green flag. If you can be like that on it. There we go. All righty. Thank you, Candace. You're welcome. Have a good day, guys. I listen to you every day. I love. Thank you, love so you so much. Thanks a bunch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. Obviously important in Candace's relationship, so it can't. It's a green flag for her for sure. And the flag is at the end of a peg. Um. All right. So <laughs> just a couple more things here. 
another green flag is good news or bad. They're the first person you want to tell. Yes, that's a that's a green flag for you. Like you, yes. you know, it says uh, when you when you find out big news, like you got a promotion or your grandmother's sick. Who are you going to tell? Uh, Ghostbusters. If, I knew you were going to say that. If you wouldn't tell your significant other first, you might be wise to question the strength of that emotional bond. Bad news. I have no good news. Uh, here's another one. You can both sense when something's wrong. Yes. Uh, those with strong emotional connections are intuitive about their partners. You don't need your significant other to say, I had a bad day. You know because you see it on their face when they come home from the office. It comes across when they text you, short and clipped. Uh, you can tell when their anger is masking hurt. I'll also tell you this. If you if you bring it up and the other person doesn't, I don't want to talk about it right now. Give that per, give them the room to just live with it a little bit. Sometimes you have to process things. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and it's it takes a little while, and and then I try to do that. So I, I will will let me figure this out, and then we'll reconvene mm-hmm. and respect that. It really does help. <laughs> what about uh, starting an argument right before bed? Because that always <laughs> seems to be I put an end to that a while ago because <laughs> yeah, that started to happen. And I'm like, honey, it, it took a while for my entire family to realize. Yeah. At three fifty in the morning is very very early, yeah. and let's not bring up any last minute squabbles right before bedtime. At nine p.m., it yeah. can wait. Do you yeah. want me to fully explain why the pegging's painful? <laughs> Do I need to tell you that now? Like you got your slippers and your glass of milk, and you're going up. I'll tell you why. Because it really, really hurts it my hurts. butt. It hurts my butt. Hurts so and much. I don't like having to sit on the donut at work. <laughs> People are starting to ask questions. Yeah. 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 I mean, how many? The Amazon guy is wondering why. Yeah. I have a show to do. For yeah. I got work. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, get that you enjoy it. But. But it's reaming me out. <laughs> Seriously. I love that word, ream. <laughs> Going to bed now. All right. <laughs> we can bring this back up over Tomorrow. oatmeal and toast. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oat milk. Oat milk. <laughs> over our oat milk because we both love it. All right. And then the last green flag on this particular list that you're in a good relationship, you are each other's biggest fan. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. A stubbly. A, a stubbly? A, a stubbly. Study. It's like the jubl- jubly. A jubly. <laughs> a study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that the way couples react to each other's good news, either with excitement, pride, or indifference, is vital to a long-lasting relationship. And the news doesn't have to be about the big stuff either. Did your partner beat their Peloton score by a handful of points? Cause for celebration, or at least a high five and a hug. Did, did she kill a twelve foot uh, alligator with a spork? <laughs> then <laughs> that is pretty amazing. That's... No, uh, and I uh, yes, I I love that. It, it's weird because you know we're we're of the mind that we 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 tend to beat ourselves up, and so like I'm I'm always the, like I'm cheerleading Claire a lot because she's, she's amazing, and so you want to to you know project that. So that that's a very important thing to to recognize those successes. Yep. So some green flags. We hear about red flags that all, you know, so often that uh, I thought a uh, little green flag story. To right. Just, uh, to, you know, now, can you read us fried green tomatoes? This is looking good. We're not doing all things green. <laughs> okay. The green steam. Back to the orangutans. Yeah. Uh, the rose jewel. Uh, the, the, did I say rose jewel? What? <laughs> By the way, we've been cataclysmic. I mean, near apocalyptic level tired this week. So the fact that any of our sentences include subjects and predicates is 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 a massive victory. Stubbly rose jewel. What were you trying to say? He wants to say we should buy some stubbly the, rose the jewels. Stephen Singer, <laughs> jeweler's rose. Yeah. Oh. 
You know, the the, the, yeah. the gold dip rose. I said, the rose jewel. The rose jewel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. It's, it's, it's almost Friday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dear God. Oh, my God. We finish each other's sentences. <laughs> That's a green flag. That's a green flag. It is. I love you. Aww. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we will get... Do I have these to give away? You do. Oh, I didn't know that. What? Yeah. All right. Well, it's good news, and I wanted you to know. Thank <laughs> First. He told me first. Yeah. Uh, tickets to see Dorothy. Uh, oh. They are playing Sunday, April 10th at the Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia, that new venue. I got to check that place out. Let's take call number 10, and I'll give you a pair of tickets because tickets don't go on sale till Friday at 10 a.m. So 215 263 WMMR, call number 10, and the show is going to be Sunday, April 10th at the Brooklyn Bowl. Uh, complete information at WMMR.com, including uh, Thursday's pre-sale. That's today. Whoa. And another chance to win for uh, MMR VIP. So let's take that 10th caller, give you those tickets. We'll be right back, and we'll get to the Bizarre File. 93.3 WMMR presents Gifts from the Holy Ghost Tour. Dorothy performing live at the new Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia, Sunday, April 10th. Listen to Jackson and the Preston and Steve show all this week to win your way in. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Click concerts at WMMR.com for pre-sale info and another chance to win for MMR VIPs. Dorothy plus special guests April 10th at Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It is a Thursday. Setting our sights on a Friday morning, gang. Tomorrow, so we'll give away our Word of the Week prize in, which will need the letter of the day in order to get that prize, which we have coming up at the end of today's program. So hang in there tight. And uh, it'll be along in a little while. Uh, we would normally take a look, a final look at traffic. And uh, I don't know where oh, Kathy is. Oh. Yeah, I hear it coming. Do you hear her? Oh, Oh, there she is. Um, okay, well, I'll kill a little bit of time because I don't know where she is or what she's doing. Uh, but uh, the Cupid uh, Undie Run is coming up Saturday, February 19th. This is something you usually do, Nick, Yeah, right? I can't do it this year, and uh, it's too bad, but uh, it's so much fun. I've done it for five or six years, and uh, it's a great event for a really good cause, and um, and it's really cool that MMR is going to be a part of it again this year. Yeah, and it's uh, 100% of the net proceeds fund research through the Children's Tumor Foundation. Uh, registration is underway, so it'll be February 19th at Xfinity Live. And you can click events at WMMR.com for complete details. I'm glad they're going back. I'm sorry um, that they're going back to Xfinity Live. It's a perfect location. They were in the city for a stretch, and that was really nice, too. But there's room at Xfinity Live, and, uh, and it's a really good spot for it. They did it there the first two years I was involved, and so it's cool that it's going back. Okay. Cupid's on the run uh, 2022, by the way. Any chance we could get a look did, at traffic? Did we not play a song? No, we, we did. did. It was just oh. short. It was like two and a half minutes oh, long. Okay. It was Lincoln Park. So, uh, yes. all right, final look at traffic. What's going on? Uh, still the accident on 55 southbound at Little Mill Road, Franklinville. Uh, the left lane is closed. There's debris and a fuel spill on the roadway. It's jammed back to 553. Uh, on the northbound side of 55, you're jammed from Deptford to the 42 freeway. Looks like 42 is cleared out. We still have delays on the Schuylkill eastbound, Cochahawken into Belmont, the Boulevard to Spring Garden westbound, University to South Street, City to Belmont, 95 northbound, uh, slowing from 452 to High. Highland Avenue. There's a crash that involves an overturned vehicle. The off-ramp is closed. Uh, south on 95, 
flowing from the Betsy Ross Bridge to Allegheny. This traffic report brought to you by Safe Auto Insurance. They offer low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Call 800-SAFE Auto for your fast and free quote today. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Brought to you this morning by the WMMR Impression Steve logo winter hats. Another cool item in the MMR Rock Shop. Pick one up today. You can get it for you or as a gift. And you can go to WMMR.com and use the keyword shop to get those hats. Uh, let's go with this one. The Center County, Pennsylvania man who allegedly shot his neighbor in the head uh, in State College in December... Uh, wounding the man while attempting to target a deer in the distance yeah. now faces criminal charges. Michael Lloyd and his friend were returning home from a hunting trip when they thought they spotted a deer on a hill, and Lloyd stopped his truck at the bottom of his neighbor's driveway and fired two or three shots with a 45-millimeter handgun. Lloyd! Lloyd! Uh, I think a uh, 45 caliber handgun is what I should say. Anyhow, uh, the Lloyd. Uh, so when Lloyd drove home, he looked over to his neighbor's property to find the deer... But only found a dog in a hunting vest and his 81-year-old neighbor on the ground. Hey, did you see a deer? Uh, State College police were called to the property for a report of a man with a head wound. Officers found Lloyd and another man both dressed in orange hunting gear attending to the neighbor's injuries. Lloyd used a towel to try and keep the uh, bleeding under control until an ambulance arrived. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's illegal to go deer hunting with a pistol. Yeah? I believe so. Yeah. I, I don't know offhand, but I would think that is the case, Steve. But uh, Lloyd was charged last week with recklessly endangering another person, shooting and injuring a person while hunting and related offenses in connection with the incident. Officials said that the area where Lloyd allegedly fired his gun is obscured by brush uh, that would have made it difficult for him to see the rest of the neighbor's driveway. The man who was shot was struck at about 140 yards away from where shell casings from Lloyd's weapon were found. Uh, the neighbor reportedly was taken to Altoona and had a piece of his skull removed Jeez. while in the hospital. No available updates on his condition. Wow. All right, here's another hunting story, but in a different way. A highly predatory brown bear woke up from hibernation and killed 38 reindeer calves in a single month and then 18 moose in the next month. Wow. Oh, my God. That is a, that's a, that's a killing frenzy. That's a killing frenzy. Why don't you forget the moose? Yes. For a moment. A bear, bear versus moose. Yes. That probably would be a... Formidable fight, be an right? interesting fight. Yeah, yeah. If I were a billionaire, I'd probably uh, arrange for one of those. So yeah. these were these were young moose. It says so, not the you know not a full grown moose. So they're they're, they're cocky. Yeah. Uh, the unnamed thirteen. You want a piece of me? Come on. <laughs> the unnamed thirteen year old female was one of fifteen brown bears researchers tracked in North Sweden uh, to understand how the bears use their landscape. They found that uh, the bears change habits to uh, habitats to target reindeer and moose calves in the spring. Okay, easy pickings. Uh, the exact spaces bears occupied varied depending on how many calves they hunted, with some bears, like the unnamed female, killing more than others. Now, why are some bears more predatory? Why? They said it must be a combination of different factors, such as innate behavior related to personality. For instance, some people are more aggressive than others, and therefore some bears are more aggressive Some bears than are dicks. The researchers don't indicate these highly predatory bears uh, pose any more threat to humans. Uh, brown bears are the most widely distributed bears on Earth, and they can be found in 45 countries across North America, Europe, and Asia. But I had never heard of, I didn't know some would kill that many oh. 
in that amount of time. And there's no wild. way that they're that the bear is consuming all that meat, right? I don't know. I mean, man. it's a, you you got a t- a tremendous amount of meat there. Yep. yep. Meat. <laughs> Lots of meat. <laughs> Uh, in London, a motorist who fatally drove his car into a man to try and stop him from stabbing a woman has been released by police and will face no further action. Yay. The 26-year-old man, known only as Abraham, has been hailed as a hero for his attempt to stop the killing of Yasmin Chakifi. Uh, at the time, he was arrested on suspicion of murder after Chakifi's killer, her abusive former partner, Leon McCaskey, uh, also died in the incident. So she was killed, unfortunately. <laughs> On Tuesday, Scotland Yard announced the driver had been released and that he would be treated as a witness. The move came after Abraham issued a statement via his solicitor to make it clear that he had no intention of killing McCaskey and was only trying to stop him from attacking uh, Chakifi. More than 75,000 people signed an online petition hailing the driver as a hero and calling for him to face no charges. An inquest heard that McCaskey... Uh, the man who was stabbing this woman was wanted by police for breaching uh, a stalking prevention order or a, uh, a restraining order. Yeah. Uh, Chikifi died from multiple stab wounds when she was attacked by him. But this dude took his car yeah. and ran he- into the guy and killed him to stop that from happening. So messed up. At least he tried. At least he tried. Exactly. Snowplow driver has been suspended after posting a video showing a large pile of snow and slush being thrown on two Orthodox Jewish people walking in Lakewood over the weekend. The driver's been suspended by his employer, Waste Management, and might be facing further trouble uh, as uh, police said that uh, the prosecutor's office will be making comment on this case. How reprehensible. Yeah, the short video shows the driver traveling along a snow-covered street as two men in traditional Orthodox clothing walk along the road. With his passenger recording, the driver maneuvers the plow to throw the precipitation on the unsuspecting pedestrians, and the two men in the snowplow then burst into laughter. The video has since been deleted from the social media pages of both men. They posted it. They you know who wouldn't do this? Who? Mr. Plow. Mr. Mr. Plow, Plow would not do that. Yeah. You can call him anytime. Yeah. <laughs> In a statement posted on his Facebook page, Waste Management condemned the incident and said the driver, who was not working at the time, is suspended. By the way, who was Mr. Plow's um, the nemesis? Oh. Snow Plow King. Plow King, right. yeah. yeah. That's who it was, yeah. yes. Call Mr. Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Okay. <laughs> One of the best episodes. I love it. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then finally, you never know what you might find in a new home. TikTok user, I'm the Fookin' Lizard King. All right. Liz. Okay. Shared a video showing the floor of her apartment, and after removing the rug... She revealed a safe, which oh. was locked. Yeah. She cool. said She said, I bought a house in November and just found a hidden safe in the floor. The house was built in the late 70s. The video has over 6.6 million views. And people are making jokes in the comment section about how Liz might try to open the safe. But in a follow-up video, she said she's called several locksmiths, many of whom said they won't mess with floor safes as they are really challenging. Uh, she also posted another follow-up video in which she claims a safe-cracking expert has agreed to come and check out the safe. So Any indication as to what might be in that safe? No. A floor safe? That's kind of cool. But maybe there'll be a follow-up. She needs uh, Dieter. Dieter, uh, is yes. That, was that the character's name in um, yes. Army Dieter. of Thieves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah great movie. Uh, it was really good. Yeah, Army of Thieves, he's a, he's a, uh, a safe-cracker. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The lesson question awaits with a great prize as well as trash music news. Was that cough first? That was a cough. Thank you. I'm sorry. Appreciate you. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Savings are in bloom at Acme. Get four times reward points with your Acme for You app. Look for the specially marked tags on participating items throughout the store and redeem your Acme rewards for free grocery items. Or save up to a dollar per gallon on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Look for your savings in bloom bonus reward points only at Acme. Now and now through April 28th. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com for more details. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so today's lesson question prize pair of three-day tickets for the 24th annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival, which is going to be the 25th through the 27th of this month. And the question we'll go with is, what kind of flag would be a good Valentine's Day gift in a relationship? Ah. 215-263-WMMR. What kind of flag would be a good Valentine's Day gift in a relationship? That was just a little while ago in the 9 o'clock hour. Let's see if you know the answer. And uh, we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get some stories. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, just six of the 109 affordable homes Brad Brad Pitt designed and built for low-income residents after Hurricane Katrina are still in livable condition 20 years later. Pitt issued a heartfelt statement saying, quote, I designed those houses when I thought I was an architect, but now I'm an astronaut. (laughs) Kira Knightley was spotted filming during the blizzard in Boston for her new movie, Boston Strangler. Producers added a scene last minute in which the Boston Strangler teaches Knightley how to throw snowballs like a machine gun. (laughs) That's so cool. And finally, the long-awaited Ellen DeGeneres Gorilla Campus at the Gorilla Fund in Rwanda is open to the general public. The Gorilla Campus is reportedly much like any other campus and that Saturday morning, loose gorillas can be seen doing the walk of shame. Mm. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood check. All right, we're looking for an answer. What uh, kind of flag would be a good Valentine's Day gift in a relationship? And we will go to, uh, I believe it's Anna. Anna, good morning. Good morning. All right, Anna, what kind of a flag would be a good uh, Valentine's Day gift in a relationship? About red flag. Red flag. You got it. Hang on. And you also got yourself a pair of three-day tickets for the 24th Annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival. February 25th through the 27th the Pennsylvania Convention Center. You can get tattooed on site by 1,500 of the world's best tattoo artists. Uh, tickets and info at villainarts.com. That's villainarts.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right. Music News brought to you by WMMR and Preston and Steve logo winter hats. Another cool item in the MMR Rock Shop. You can pick one up today for you or as a gift. Just go to WMMR.com and use the keyword shop. Corn uh, frontman Jonathan Davis said that the band failed miserably. With their 2010 album, Corn 3, Remember Who You Are. During a new interview, Davis said, That was hard because we were trying to recapture something and it was way in the past and we failed miserably. I mean, I like the record, but it wasn't fun to make because producer Rob Robinson uh, was doing his methods and he really turned them on really hard. And it was just an effed up weird time in the band when we did that. I don't really remember that album. No, so I don't neither know do I. Why it sounded so weird. But uh, 
Corn will release their uh, new album called Requiem tomorrow. Oh. So that's on that album? That was his yeah. idea. I can see that'd be... It's, it's inventive. Uh, tonight, by the way, they will stream live stream a show called uh, The Requiem Mask. It is their live show beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern time. The Requiem Mask. On their YouTube channel. So you'll be able to see that. Fred Durst teased a Limp Biscuit 2022 tour on TikTok. Wow. Fred said in the video, just, exciting. just sitting here thinking about who we should go on tour with this year. Maybe a little U.S. run would be good like soon. Any ideas? Uh, the band couldn't tour much last year due to COVID restrictions. How about Mannheim Steamroller? Played just uh, six shows last year. Uh, let's see. Red Hot Chili Peppers posted a video yesterday for, uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday night, uh, sharing another snippet of music. The band is uh, gearing up to release their 12th studio album sometime later this year. Uh, they're already scheduled a uh, for a fall summer tour. Full summer tour. <laughs> With various supporting acts, uh, the first leg is set to kick off in Spain with ASAP Rocky and Thundercat. They're touring with ASAP Rocky? Uh, yeah, wow. I guess so. And Thundercat? And Thundercat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash join forces to show solidarity with Neil Young and urge their labels to pull their collective music from the Spotify streaming service. Wouldn't it be funny if this causes the reunion for Yeah, well, here's the deal. It says a rare joint yeah. statement from the estranged trio. I saw the, the post yesterday. Uh, reads, we support Neil and we agree with him that uh, there's uh, dangerous information being aired on Spotify's Joe Rogan's podcast. While we always value alternate points of view... Knowingly spreading disinformation during this global pandemic has deadly consequences until real action is taken to show that a concern for humanity must be balanced with commerce. We don't want our music or the music we made together to be on the same platform. That would be really weird if this get, would get them back together because they don't communicate at all these days. I wonder if there's a part of them that's doing it amped up because they see this as an entree to start communicating with each other. Well, maybe. You no, know? No. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Huh? Maybe if... Crosby and, and Neil would go on Joe Rogan. That would be pretty damn and interesting. They'd have and they do a great interview yeah. with him, yeah. yeah. It's uh, kind of ironic. <laughs> in celebration of their new album titled Four, Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators will perform the new collection during a free live stream tomorrow. Uh, the concert is set to run... I'm sorry, not tomorrow. Next Friday, Friday, the February 11th. Well, tomorrow is the new next Friday. Uh, the concert is set to run on the Slash YouTube and Facebook at 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the concert will be immediately followed by a live question and answer after party with Slash exclusively on YouTube Premium. Uh, and then finally, uh, Toto will replace Billy Idol as the opening act on Journey's upcoming tour. Oh, I mean, I, I love Toto. Idol, who is suffering from a chronic sinus infection, which will require surgery. A dog guy that can't go out on tour. Said. It's my dog. In a statement, uh, I absolutely, I'm absolutely gutted that I won't be able to perform the upcoming dates with Journey as planned. It's so upsetting. Uh, Journey and Toto kick off the 40 City Tour in Pittsburgh on the 22nd. Toto would be cool to see. Yeah. Oh, very much so, yeah. And that is what I have in music news for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break uh, to the sounds of Toto. Uh, and we'll come back in a moment. We'll get the letter. Way to go, Toto. For the word of the week prize. Stay put. We're right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. 
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Yesterday, I, I got the uh, low on um, uh, uh, washer fluid. Uh-huh. Uh, morning, and I'm like, uh, I, I was like, <laughs> man, am I going to make it to work and yeah. run out of washer fluid? I've been thinking it rained, and so that helped out a little bit. So you, uh, you use your washer fluid all willy-nilly? You just uh, go for it? No, I use it when I need to use it. I think I'm kind of conservative. I may be too conservative with it. I'm like the great Gatsby. <laughs> right, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not just afraid to use it. I just go crazy. I'm not afraid. I just, I feel like I got to save it because I'm going to really need, need it later. It. It's a stupid mentality, but I think yeah. like I got to hold on to it for the time that I really need it. I keep a gallon of it in the car in the trunk. Do you? Yep. That's oh, really? Too. Yeah. It tastes great. <laughs> I have some in my garage. I don't keep it in the car, but. I don't dude. ever have to change mine. Yeah, well, when you go to get your oil changed, yeah. they fill it up for you. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so I've never had to, like, refill myself, but Nick, maybe because I'm conservative <laughs> as well. Okay. I have this wallpaper stripper in my garage that is in the same exact bottle and it's the same exact color as windshield wiper fluid. And there <laughs> has been a couple of times where I grabbed it and I'm like, oh, and thank God I looked... At the I should just case a yeah. friend of mine years ago put oil into the windshield wiper. Oh my god! No, like, there's <laughs> why Ow. would you oh, e- why dude. would you even think you can see the hoses running to the yeah. wind? It's pretty uh-huh. clearly marked. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why and, would you do that? Uh, <laughs> why would you go and do why'd that? Why would you go and do that? All right. I would like to thank Bill Bellamy for being our guest. Uh, Bill's great. Great stories to tell. Very funny guy. He's going to be at uh, Punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday, punchlinephilly.com, to get the ticket. So it was nice to talk to him. We need to do the letter of the day, and I believe Casey's the keeper of said letter. I'm your man. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. E, as in earth, wind, and fire. All right, and we are that much closer. One more letter to go, and we're going to give away a pair of new handgun training packages from King Shooter Supply and King of Prussia. One for you, one for a guest session includes classroom instruction covering fundamental training and safety, safe handling, and firearm familiarization. Uh, then range time with an instructor, 50 rounds of range ammunition and handgun rental, and the package also includes an additional hour of range time for each, and it's a $500 total value. I've done all that over there, and their instructors are fantastic, really good. Steve Morrison, seal of approval. Absolutely, yeah. You're going to have a, a wonderful time. Uh, I would like to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Big games, big parties isn't just football. It's an experience. Make it Primo primohoagies.com. Also, Duncan uh, and uh, the official coffee of the Preston Steve Show, of course. And then finally, brought to you today as well by Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Tomorrow's a Friday. We're looking forward to that. So we will share the end of the work week together, give away whatever we have to give to you, and uh, we'll wrap it up in fine form. But in the meantime, you got Pierre Robert coming yeah. up next. Take care of you. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat two da bat two ba 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 ba